Detroit Riffin is filmed and dreamed a live internet audience. I am riffing. Mitch is riffing. What more can I say? Straight riffing. Do you know how fucking desperate I am for some comfort in my life? I need that pillow. This show is intended for mature audiences only. I've seen a lot of this. I don't know how much more disgusting this experience could get. Are you really not having a good time? I'm having a fantastic time. I just can't believe how disgusting you are. I kept yelling, I'm, I'm not going to whip the dick out. We talked about that. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. Featuring your host, Mitch Marzoni. I don't walk around going like, hey, I'm really weird. Look at me, I'm weird. As far as I'm concerned, I'm perfectly normal. It's uh, it's a litmus test for people. And Teddy Tuxin. I'm a hate mercenary. Yeah. All right. All right. Hate mercenary. Hate, hate, hate for hire. Hate for hire. I should put on a bit of sky. There are two victimless crimes, all right? One, jerking off when your window's open. Two, <laughs> necrophilia. I am confessing to a large-scale crime. Okay. All right. right Legs akimbo engaged in sexual discourse. Come on, man! What kind of guest are you? It's archive for posterity. Great internet. So, uh, it'll, uh, it'll come back to haunt you every day. It's time to riff. That is right, bitches and motherfuckers. It is time to riff the fuck on. January 23rd. 2012! Yeah! Yeah! Right. I like uh, it, bro. I like uh, the star log. I do believe we have hit episode 50 here. Is this a quarter century? Is this a century? Uh, uh, half century? Half a century. <laughs> quarter half century? <laughs> this is the half centurion uh, officiality. Oh, uh, shit. I do believe so. I, half dollar. JFK riffing. Uh, let me let me double check on that. If I get that wrong, oof. You done fucked it We're up. all in trouble. Oh, no, I'm way off. Yeah, I'm This is only say. 46. Yeah, I thought we were a little far off. Look, man. It's... it's We've done, we've, we've, we've posted 51 something episodes. Uh, well, so, yeah, the bonus. The bonus is throw you off. Anyway, I'm your host, Reverend Mitch. With me, as always, is the difficult Brown, the hater for hire, Mr. Teddy, TMI Tutson. How the fuck are you, sir? I'm good. I'm hanging in there. Good, good. I'm feeling rejuvenated. Rejuvenated. Uh, shout out to my man, new, uh, Leroy Gingrich. Leroy, uh, now we're doing that. Uh, keeping black people feeling good. Since 96. All right. And our special guest this evening, Mr. Brandon Fakira. That was good. That was How good. are you? I'm doing great, man. Thanks. How's, how's it going? It's uh, it's going good. I, I just realized I left my smoking device off camera, so I will, I will have to I will have to return in just a moment. Oh, Mitch. I know. <laughs> Mitch. I know. Detour. I know. Detour. Go ahead. Talk amongst yourselves. Oh, shit. What's shaking, Teddy? No, man. You know, it's... It- Bro, I, I will tell you, first of all, the weather right now, you know that weird thing that happens in L.A. when it rains and people just lose the fucking sense and cognitive abilities? Absolutely. Is there is there another phenomenon like that? I don't know if other... Like, I've been to a lot of cities, and I've seen people handle weather. It's the same thing, actually, if you're on the East Coast. It's the same thing if two sets of fake, fake tips walk by. <laughs> That's on the West Coast. We're used to that. Weather shocks everybody. Wait, 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 wait. Is it... It's really that big of a shocker? <laughs> because two sets of fake? Like, because... like there's one you'll see in a day. Yeah, yeah, okay. You see two right behind each other, lose their fucking minds. Wow. Cars crash into each other. Oh, my God. It's that rare. It's no it's good. So you, we're like, we're, we're uh, what? I will say, look, coming, up, com, coming from Phoenix, I will say the rain thing I uh, you'd think would be a bigger deal there. They get a uh, half an inch... A decade you would think. Uh, of, you know what I mean? But it rains there, and people just are like, oh, it's raining today. Like, out here, people are like, oh, my God, it's raining! And they're crashing. Fuck up, man. There's like eight accidents of a fucking minute on the, the freeway. I can't fucking get anywhere. Like, what the fuck? That's what I'm saying. If 
I, I mean, if it ever snowed, if the East people Coast, would people would be hoarding food. The East Coast <laughs> must really uh, be starved for quality uh, breast. Well, now are. hold on, well, now. quality fake breast. Qual- okay, yeah. Fair. Uh, well, okay. Fair. I got to put a put a disclaimer. I, in guess, I don't want all the women no, at home I, going. I, I, well, I, I better I get rid of these real I breasts. That well, oh, I no. feel like if they had like nice natural breast, they wouldn't freak the fuck out if they saw a fake pair. You know, you know, you know they're fake. You know, I mean, you know, when you see a girl with fake okay. tits, it's not, it's rarely, I mean, every Usually, now and again, you know, you're like, no if, shit If you there, have any real? doubt, you can ask their name if it's something like candy or it's a, a high quality car. Uh, <laughs> you can be like, no, that's definitely fake. Yeah. Nissan. Oh, yeah. No, they're, real. they're real. They're real. <laughs> yeah, those are definitely real. Definitely that's real. not that high Mercedes, quality car. Mercedes, ooh, uh, wait, C class? Are we talking a little <laughs> higher up? That's uh, a double D class. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. definitely, uh, yeah, definitely yeah. fake. See? Yeah, if you ever meet a girl named Maserati, fake pussy as well. Guaranteed. Absolutely. Guaranteed. You, so you are you a fan then of a uh, of fake breast? Like is that sort of are you cuz you know, I mean I feel like guys are pretty like Yeah, let's let's talk titties. It's been a while since we've had some good titty talk. Let's, let's just get it titties. out of the way right now up front. Well, it's already came in with the rain. It's listen, stuck in through the back door. <laughs> I'm uh, I, I think we can start with I'm uh I'm a fan of of just any titties that are in my access range. Yeah. So I have that's a good way to put I haven't it. said no to a whole lot of titties of any kind. Um however Wait, 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 you said you have it to a whole lot. So there have been titties you've been mm Well not because of the titties, I don't okay, think. Okay. More because of the um, no, the whole the bearer thereof of yeah, I yeah, got you. Never said I'm no in to the be, same way. No to breast because of breast. But yeah. not on the breast not for this breast's sake, but right. certainly there have been women that, that yeah, I've been like, ooh. Yeah, no. she's crazy or just, yeah. you know. And it See, happens like when same, sometimes it happens. I feel like the same you know. thing goes for, for ladies in the D, where they're like, I really want some D, but not that D. Yeah, no, yeah. Of course. And we don't have, rare, all of ours are real. It I does feel like happen. it's much more uh, discerning on that end. It's happened to me where I didn't know that I was supposed to turn them down until the titties show up. And you're like, oh, you thought we were, oh, no, I'm sorry. No, that's not. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. You haven't had that? To, no, I've never had that. Where you're like, where I, Mitch, I've never had that. This is what you're referring to, I think. Wait a second. Where a situation where you're not saying no to the titties, you're saying no to the whole package, right. but you didn't know that you were supposed to say no to the whole package until titties show up. You're like, oh, because they've taken their top off, and you're like, no, this, we were just, we're just watching, we're just hanging out. Like, ne- we don't never once. No? Okay. Never once have I had tits out where I didn't do a tremendous amount of work and or drugging to make it happen. Okay. So you're a good range. You're a handsome guy. You got, you got high, you know, interesting it's, hair. It's, it's, it's you're, you're a piece of ass. I'm, <laughs> I'm simply, simply a novelty uh, who has to really. I'm, a, I'm a ham and egger. Now you know I what it is. I, 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 <laughs> I hang out. Type. I hang out uh, around uh, the, the type of people where that just happens willy nilly. I saw your video uh, about w- wishing uh, your your lifelong desire to be in a porno. Oh yes. Um, then if you haven't watched it, people, uh, I linked it on riffin.net. I'll link it again as well. Uh, it's, it's quite hilarious. It's, uh, Brandon Fakara's music video, I Want to Be in a Porno, where I, kudos, by the way, you went bottomless for it. I, I do believe, yeah. unless you were wearing a blurry, uh, thong. No, no, no. I was, I was <laughs> bottomless wearing a sock, and the poor girl who had to kneel in uh, front of me for two hours to get that sequence, uh, the sock, you know, fell off a couple times. She touched a ball accidentally. It wasn't a real most, trooper. Damn. She was honestly, if I any fame or anything I attain in my career, I would always look to make sure she has the potential at some income based on how much of a trooper she is. Wow. The yeah, I hope she knows that. And she took that fake money shot, which was 
a lot of actresses aren't going to do that. That's yeah, yeah. It was I, again uh, big, Thank big you. applause to whatever her name is. Shout out to yes. girl. Shout out to girl. <laughs> Well, you seem to be holding back whatever her name is. You could say it or not. I don't know. Your your call. Watch yeah. the video, though. Watch the video. Um, uh, so th- this is a, a curiosity then becomes, and I realize it's a joke, but uh, on account of that video, has anybody invited you to a porno set to be like, well, do you want to see what? It's it's funny you should say that. I actually was part of a a documentary where a friend of mine was trying to raise money for international orphans of AIDS. By doing porn and selling pop. Okay. It's called Pop Porn and Charity. I don't know if it ever got completely finished. However, I like the idea of the whole thing. We went to the L.A. Erotica and Bobby Starr, if you haven't seen Bobby Starr, B-O-B-B-I, offered to have sex with me on camera. Really? For this endeavor. I have it on tape. I I can prove that Bobby Starr said, I would do him. That's not the proof we need. The proof I need is in the pudding, so to speak. But you see, I've been in a, in a relationship for a while, so I can't, especially knowing where the Even pudding's been. Even for charity. Brandon, goddammit, everybody knows you start this shit off at the very beginning. You say, listen, I love you. Let's, let's get, let's, let's make this, let's wrap this in a package and work together. But let me just, FYI, there's, there's a, there's a disclaimer just off the side. If something completely unbelievable happens, uh, that, that I cannot foresee now, and will never ever happen again. Uh, I reserve the right to uh, partake in the opportunity to uh, is that, explore. Is that, that what you were saying to your significant other? No, I just don't get into those situations. <laughs> no, I mean, but if you did, that would be the disclaimer that you said. Uh, yeah, it definitely and, happened. And by, yeah. by situations, a, a, a good loving relationship. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Yeah. If a good loving relationship comes along while and, I'm already and in by one, a thing happening, right. yeah, you yeah. mean a porn star propositioning you? Now listen. That's a big thing. If you were, if you I'm were, I'm just trying to get the the, the if you fucking were, parameters. If you were single at the time, together, you'd have been Mitch. like, "Holy shit!" Right? I, I, like, I, is... But even still, you got to worry a little bit from a from a career standpoint, don't you? I mean, not to be in, no. <laughs> Everyone's got different arcs. On... <laughs> now listen. <laughs> I mean, it, maybe it makes you as a star. It made but it Car- kinda... Kim Kardashian and Paris Hilton. But now is that talent. who we got to fucking model anything after right now, bro? I'm gonna build a career off of that. Hey, the whole, hey, 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 a whole generation hey, hey. of motherfuckers building me, careers off of that. Let me, and that is why the Mayans are gonna be let right. Let me make a point on this. Neither of them had any fucking talent. Brandon's got talent. Well, Brandon's a funny motherfucker. So he's supposed to succumb to the Kardashian model? What I'm saying is, what if you get hoisted into this the by strat- his petard? Yes, <laughs> <laughs> by your by your petard. By your own petard. <laughs> Hoisted petard firmly in in your hand. Uh, you you're hoisted in much the same way that initial let's say catapult to stardom because you fucked on camera. But then once you get there, it's not just like okay, so you're famous. Let's watch you go shopping and yell at your fat cunty sisters. But instead, he's actually got something to back it up with. Bro, but this well, one- and you've already been like you've been on weeds. You've I- been in my name is Earl. You've been some other things. I'm not very good with your resume right now. Yeah, I apologize, but I tried. Uh, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I feel like... Got some Jimmy Kimmel Live in there? I feel like... You know what? Pretend the camera's on. You can get a flashing red LED on any lens in the world. That that I maybe should have done, but here's the difference between me... And you go, ah, shit, I think we fucked up the... The the big difference There's a lot of differences, but let's go with the big one. This catapulted them because they were... People enjoyed looking at them fucking. 
Yeah. Well, I don't oh, know oh, wait, that I can, we can, I can make say that, that I can say that about Kardashian. I definitely enjoyed watching. Shit, that was a good. But Paris, it was more like I'm curious, and I'm it was curious, it was really you, fucking awkward to watch. It was she really looked like so she was like I don't know what it. to do with this thing, and she's just kind of whoa. She did the thing where uh, girls at home, if you have, you just need to know your strengths. If if you have small boobs, don't do the thing where you fuck your nipple with his dick. That's that's not doing anything for anybody. I just and especially on a night view camera, that's just even I worse. I feel like the night view is Turn what the really on. What the fuck are we in? Like every time you saw a still or anything referencing yeah, that video, kind of looked like it was like weird a night cougar, vision. Right? Yeah. It was all night vision, bro. And I feel like that is what really you were like, yeah. yo, what like, who the fuck has sex with night vision on? That shit is weird. Well, there was also there was also a couple. I mean, I don't know. I watched the whole thing. Like I'm. Um, I worked in porn. I can watch the porn all the way through it's okay. as like a mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I have something to say about this anthropological in a moment. Um, oh, good. But I, there's a, there was a lot of there was a lot of lit up scenes of her just like walking around a well lit bathroom and she'd just bend over and start putting things inside of her. And you were like, okay, that's just what she she'd be brushing her hair and just kind of and then go back to brushing her hair. And you were like, why did you do that? And it was just I I you know, I, I guess just she, she was just fascinated by the camera and was like, I'll do something. Maybe people will talk about it on a podcast in five years or whatever. Success. Yeah. Hey, it took her a while to get where she yeah. actually yeah. wanted to go with this thing. You Little see? Did she know. She was aiming for the future. Now get out there and be somebody. Yes. But I'd be so afraid people would watch me have sex and then be like, like that would be like the, the jig is up. Like there's no, <laughs> like now everybody sees that I'm awkward and, 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 and. You've, you've like, ruined all your prospects. Yeah, like, like I don't want to fuck him. Like then nobody has sex with me and nobody casts me. I almost feel like that feel has like to remain a mystery. Now, can we talk about perhaps why there are few and far between, I feel, male-oriented sex tapes? Screech. Screech, but that one was, like, very weird. Like, was, and it was, like, dude, very... that was fucking... What do you think mine would be? And, and, it, and that's what I'm saying, like, like, okay, like, Paris and Kim, like, there's that element of, like, fame-whoring there, but it seemed like some kind of intimate or pseudo-intimate moment or whatever. It wasn't like Dustin Diamond being a douchebag. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. No, I mean, not them. The <laughs> ladies wasn't. Oh. Uh, the ladies, okay. it wasn't him being like, I'm going to dirty Sanchez somebody and try and get my name back. And at least, like, they were like, well, I got a sex tape. I guess I'll use it now. But he was like, I'm going to use the sex tape. Well, they were both like, oh, my God, somebody stole the right. sex tape. I left outside with and a like, note on and it like that even, said sex tape. And, like, outside of the, like, you know, there's just a fucking what am I flood. Do now? There's a flood. I mean, there's just, I mean, it's, it's, it was just like every day for years back, it was just like some random female. You know who, you person. know who had helped? Actually, you know who it helped? Um, Tommy Lee. It did help Tommy Lee. Yeah. And Pamela Anderson? Yeah, well, but I'm he, saying he, like... I feel like, but again, though... Yeah, but I'm saying like... It was like, like coattails for we had, we had all kind of... We and were all kind of forgot Motley Crue. Motley Crue forgot Motley Crue. Like, they were all like, who? We were in a... Uh, what I think did we were it help Tommy Lee 80s. become, though, bro? Well, he yeah, he got he got more. Uh, he, uh, he got a little bit more shine, and he came up with a song called "Get Naked," and he failed again. Well, I'm saying his band ended up getting a lot of record sales that otherwise they would not have gotten. Fair, okay, fair. They talked about him on the MTV True Life thing. They talked about him on VH1 so behind the scenes, and every woman knows now that he has a huge cut. Yeah. Which, by the way, um, I feel like I think I feel like what happened is a few people watched it and, and went, "That's a pretty big dick." And then just told everybody, like, man, have you seen it? And then sort of like the Jesus story, it just, it gets exaggerated. Because if you go and watch it... <laughs> Jesus not, has a big dick? Yeah, well... No, what? I'm just talking about the banana phone, kind of, you know. Oh. 
No, I, you made it kind of seem like Jesus had a big dick. Oh, I'm sorry. So, I, I'm saying it's like the, the Jesus thing. thing. No, I'm sorry. I meant like the yeah. Jesus thing. Like, I mean, he should have a big dick. Yeah, yeah he probably. I would imagine so. I'm saying that the, all the Jesus that. stories, you know, it's it's the like he walked on water. I was like, oh, no, he went a little further than most people. It was a very cold day, you know, or whatever. <laughs> That's probably the. And then he caught like a thousand fish. Eh, no, he was just pretty good. Like he, you know, we all were barely able to catch anything, and he got a largemouth bass. So we were like, whoa, man, we could all eat for like a day. Did, they, did Jesus fish though? That was the whole thing. Jesus brought a big well, load he, of fish. They, no they one had read the, the Bible. Fish. They had the fish. Jesus yeah. didn't catch the fish. Yeah, yeah he caught like a whole bunch of fish. No, no, no he, didn't he had the fish, and he like kind of duplicated it or whatever he did. I'm, I'm Jesus, pretty pretty sure, he's pretty good at fishing. I'm pretty, That's sure, I'm pretty sure Jesus <laughs> didn't go fly reel, bro. I don't think he needs the fish. No, no, he didn't. He didn't cast a reel out. I'm just saying he just made fish. Clearly, out. he did not cast a reel out. That was the, that was the story. The story was not he cast a reel and caught think, a bunch did of he fish. Go fishing? It was like the whole thing was like they turn went to the, fishing. Turn to the yeah, like they went fishing and we're like we didn't catch a lot of fish. Oh, and he was like, bam, fish, all fish everywhere. That's what you, right? They had they had a fish and a loaf of bread. Yes, and he was and like, he I can, now I'll give you many it, fishes and, and many loaves of bread. They didn't many fishies. Didn't go fishing though. Listen, we're getting way off topic. No, I don't think we're off topic. I think you made Jesus out to be some kind You made Jesus out to be a small cock fisherman. <laughs> I think you should clarify your statement, sir. <laughs> Throwing me under the bus for care. Oh, God damn you. Man. Invite uh, me. Yeah. Uh, up my, my Monday night. I got to make sure I'm not invited back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Did I really fuck up your Monday night? Did you well, really okay, have something listen, better going okay, on? Tommy Lee, Bobby Star. Tommy Lee is a good example. Yeah, I'm sure. Tommy Lee is a good example because Kim Kardashian's was with Ray J, Brandy's little brother. No, Ray J has a few hit songs, but like no one gives a fuck about Ray J. Okay, I guess, I guess, but that's what I'm saying. Like, again, though, like, okay, Motley Crue sold a few more records, but Pamela Anderson built a fucking second run off that shit. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, the male equivalent of these sex tapes doesn't really come. (laughs) Okay, damn it, that was a poor place (laughs) to bring that sentence off. Fuck both of you guys. Uh, But, like, but, you know, I mean, there's like a, there's a dime a dozen female celebrities, I guess, from, like, pop stars, you know, international pop stars to random bitches who were on Survivor. Or whatever. But who are these random fucking dudes and bitches who was just like, what are fucking Ray J's? You All know right, what I'm let me let me explain why I think that I think that this goes like on. R. Kelly is the most infamous I hate to get, male like, sex tape, and it's because he peed on somebody. I'm gonna, turn, I'm, I'm gonna turn it into. I'm gonna get all feminist about this. I think okay. what, I think what's going on is it's it's the it's the patriarch bringing a man down. We all as a society assume that men are uh, just sex fiend hornball will fuck anything. Blah blah. You watch any one of those sex tapes, you're like, yeah, I'd fuck that pussy all night long, right? But like. We generally, even with the over-sexualization of women in advertising, we still generally, we we shut off just before the sex, actual sex happens in our head. We're like, I can't actually see Kim Kardashian grabbing her thighs and just saying drill, baby drill kind of thing. You can't really picture that. You're like trying and you're like, mm, let's see. So when you see it, there's a kind of like, oh, she, she like really likes this. She likes it. Oh <laughs> she likes to look at her. Look at her face. She loves it. <laughs> Look at her eating all that dick. Um, but we're not at all surprised that Ray J likes to drill Kim Kardashian. Oh, and who's watching this? Are there women? Yeah. The reason men don't have a big benefit is because nobody's watching for the men. Yeah, I think this yeah, goes yeah, back to what we said before, where it's like uh, women, if there's just a random uh, penis... That's why, why penis shots don't, don't mean anything. Yeah, yeah. Because they just, need to be attached to yeah, the person. You can't just go sending women random penis shots and yeah, like, yeah. turn yourself on. You yeah. Know? They gotta, yeah. There's got to be some other kind I, of intimate. I, I beg to differ. No. 
please do. Because I would love to hear. We've, we've been over this before, but please do. Because yeah, this is spoken like I like begging of differing on on I'm the penis shots. I'm not saying I haven't. Sent, I'm not saying I have sent a penis Well, now, Listen. I'm not a big city lawyer. <laughs> well, now, hold on a minute. Now, when uh, when there's cock shots to be sent, <laughs> I'm I, just I a regular Anthony Water. <laughs> the biggest difference is men seek it out. Like, uh, in, women's, Absolutely, yeah. in women's top five of men that they would like to fuck, I'm sure Colin Farrell would be on that list on most of them, right? It'd be well, fair. Yeah, yeah. I feel like he now, may he, have dropped off the radar. He did a sex I was about. I was yeah. This is good. Did he? Okay. He did. And then, yo, bro. And with a Playboy, like it was yeah. like some random. It was. It was like a. It was a black chick. She's like a Playboy. She's crazy. She went on Jay Leno while he was on the taping and like stalked him on there. Like the bitch was crazy. I like it. Like, like no, it was like real crazy shit. This, I would guarantee. Now, for me, Kim Kardashian and uh, Paris Hilton, not in my top twenty either. Like okay. I'd like. I wouldn't mind having sex with Top twenty two? There yes. was there was Maybe, yeah. there was a <laughs> there was a time uh where Paris Hilton was definitely my top five hate fucks. And then I and I met her in person. She was uh, nice and ruined. I never it. really I was backstage at a Green Day concert, oddly enough. Never gotten the hate fucks. It was concert, uh man. during it was right before they released American Idiot. They were doing this like, we're gonna play the whole album before it gets released next week. Yeah, and man. I was like, sweet. And a friend of mine knew somebody or whatever. So I was like hanging out. And and Paris goddamn Hilton was there, which was really weird because uh big respect to Green Day, like everybody else there were like old school punks, like from like oh yeah, I had a uh you know, I, I was there with one of those like punk historian guys who was like, Oh yeah, that guy played bass in uh you know, the misfits for a week and that guy was, you know, the, the original subhumans drummer and you're like you know, like wow, all these people were old school like not even Hollywood types. That's what I, I was deep in the game. And then all of a sudden, here's Paris Hilton, like prancing around with her fucking dog in her bag and shit, ask bu- trying to bum cigarettes off to like crusty gunner punks that were sitting on some couch, <laughs> and like nobody paid attention to her. And it was fucking hilarious and, and awesome to watch her just kind of help people. Anybody? Um, and everybody was just like, I don't fucking, I, I hate that cunt. <laughs> and uh and then after about five or ten minutes, there was this fucking swarm of like m- older executives, like these seventy year old, and she was just surrounded on all sides by all these executives, and she kept kind of like, okay, that's okay, I'm just gonna, and she bumped literally bumped into me probably four or five times because I like couldn't get away from like watching this like unfold, so I was I was close I by bumped she into kept, you, you. She was literally like, like pushing her back into the yeah, fucking like, line you get back in the pit, you know, like, <laughs> go get savage, yeah, like I was on the edge of a mosh pit. And I was like, no, no, dude, get back in there and dance. Um, and, and with 70 year old executives. For some reason, yeah. that was the night that she got dropped off my hate fuck list. I, I couldn't, I can't you really felt, explain did it. Did you feel bad for her? Like, no, just for some reason. You I was got, like, you know you what? You got what you wanted. They would just, now would just be a normal fuck, and I don't want to fuck her that bad. I've never gotten the hate fuck, man. I really uh, never, and as a, as a hater for hire. I feel like I would be one who would maybe get it the most. Maybe we have to re-examine this uh, hater for hire thing. No, son. Yeah. I was a real if, hater. If, uh, if hate fucking ain't in your arsenal. I will tell you the difference with a hate fucker. I don't know if I respect a hater. No, hey, I will tell you hey, this. Hey, I'm the hate fucker for hire, okay? Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'll take it up. <laughs> if, you got, if you got a problem, yo, I'll fuck it. Uh, all right? That's all I'm saying. All right? I'll hate fucker for hire. Hate fucker for hire. Mitch is a hate fucker for hire. Brandon, you ever do any hate fucking? Um, Very little. Generally, um... I like, like the, the like hate post, walk away post, post relationship. Sex? Yeah, that's always a hate. That that's the only yeah. Yeah, no. that's, that's is it, but fun. is it is it is it a hate? Is it hate sex or is it more 
Like, let me show you what you're going to be missing, sex. That's that's a hate. Because I bring it's not out a hate some, fuck, man. That's a hate that's fuck. Not a it's hate a resent fuck. fuck. Right. That's not it's a like, resent fuck. It's like it's like, like that's you're not, not a resent. You're fuck. not fucking them no, because none you of these want. Things are accurate. You're not fucking them because you want them to have a good time. You're fucking them because you want them to later regret not still fucking you. No, that's so dumb. Right. That's so dumb. That's well, a bit okay, of a hate yeah. fuck. No, it's not. But it's that's pretty accurate. Okay. No, I don't think it's accurate at all. Because you are wanting them to have a good time in hopes that they then regret it. You don't show them a terrible time what were they not a terrible time okay yeah show them the best possible time it's the that's why hate fuck is fucking dumb bro because either you hate like listen if you hate somebody so much that you would want to fuck them okay it doesn't work because if i hate you i don't want to give you anything that might lead to any potential pleasure at all listen wait a second though did you ever ever, think ever i'd like to really choke this girl or really pull her hair but I really like her, so I, I'm no. Gonna, I'm gonna take a couple miles per hour no. off the fastball. Let I me want, tell you. Let me I tell you something. You, there's no pleasure left. Let for me you. tell you something right now. Uh, given the opportunity, I, I would take uh, Sarah Palin from behind, grab that big mat of hair, and just shove it into a pillow. And I just <laughs> and no. do like that doggy style thing where she like for a second she'd like turn around and be like, I hate that you're doing this, but it feels good. But like you and I would never get along. Like I know you hate me. I'm a liberal commie, whatever. And like you're the devil. You just want the and, passion like, so But there would be, there'd just, just be that moment where we'd both passions. be like, you know, this is all right. But like, God, I hate you. And like, <laughs> that's a hate fuck. I would. Oh. Well, now, she's get, actually getting, at the top of my hate. But my fuck point list. to this is this, right? Is. Okay, so my question for you is. How much then do you really hate this person if you are willing then to give them something that would feel well, very you pleasurable? Dislike, you can dislike somebody's everything but how they turn you on sexually. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, you, absolutely, I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah. But that's you, where it is, bro, but that's not okay. hate. That's Thank not you, hate Brandon. anymore. That's what I'm trying to tell you, fucking loving motherfuckers. That's not hate. <laughs> Okay? If you hate somebody, you don't fuck them. Now, hate fuck, it's hate hyphen fuck. It's, it's a no, one word. I, as a hate for hire, I'm putting it out there. That shit is bar- banned from the hate lexicon. Hate no fuck. hate fucks. You can't uh, hate fuck somebody. How about resent resent fuck? You can resent fuck the shit out of somebody. Right, resent fuck. <laughs> now listen, motherfucker, can, I'll resent fuck some motherfuckers. Yeah, you can resent fuck somebody forever. Nah. You can't hate fuck somebody, man. Nah. Hate is incompatible with pleasure. I'm the only unless oh, I don't know. Hey, 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 I read, gotta, read I gotta, Richard the Third. Hate is incompatible with giving I someone else pleasure. That, but, uh, giving <laughs> someone that you hate pleasure, you can't do that. No, bro. that's not at all true. Yes, no, because you know what? If if Mitch, if I'm on, hey, go. If I'm on stage, right? I'm telling some jokes, and and there's a people Mitch hates convention going on. All of a sudden, ten ten of motherfuckers come and just sit down in the middle. I don't go fuck this and stop telling jokes. I keep going, and I want them to fucking be on the floor dying of laughter more than anybody else in the room because i hate them but i have that like ah but i gave you something i made you happy so how does that <laughs> how does that treat they don't want to be me, happy you owe me like a moment of your life that you had the a good time okay you owe to me like i get that that's a piece that's right. a piece of your the life that i took though, over with sex made you happy the difference with sex <laughs> i would say is that they then get to do the same with you that's fine no, that's not hate, you dumb motherfuckers. That's not hate. Damn, how hard is this for you to fucking figure out? It's not hate. You know, because, you know what it is? Because in my a head. It's usually pleasurable transaction when hate is involved. you know why, for me, you know why it's, why it's, fucking it's pleasurable. It's the worst in the world, bro, because you start it's saying pleasurable dumb for shit. Me. It's pleasurable for me because I'm like, ah, uh, they don't know that I hate them so much. They're that's saying the same like, thing, Mitch. You're so fucking oh, dumb fine. right now. It's fine. It's not uh, a hate worth fuck. It. All worth I'm trying it. to get worth you it. to say is never say hate fuck. Didn't matter, had sex. And that's. That's, that's so dumb, bro. <laughs> worth it. That's worth not it, hate, bro. Worth it. That is not hate. I call that a write-off. That's not hate. It's like a write-off. That's not hate. 
It's cool. You can't hate. Hate, <laughs> hate, hate, hate fuck. Hate you hyphen hate fuck someone. Brian and jumping. What, what's your appeal I've, to I've the hate fucking? That I've, that I've, I've successfully, <laughs> to your, 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 your listeners and watchers, defended the hate fuck. It's no. possible. No, it is not possible. It's a mutually incompatible term. I, I disagree. Now, if it was a, a hate love, then yeah, that's the opposite. Well, then you'd probably be doped but up fucking, on PCP and hey, talking like a crazy person but, but, outside of but a Greyhound station. Sex can be somewhat of a you know who violent does, act. You know who does hate relationships though is uh, is like uh, I, I'm sure you've met a woman like this in your life. It's that's a that's a woman thing. It's like the the I. I'll cheat or whatever, but I'm not going to let him. I'm going to make him miserable, and I'm not going to let him go because I don't need. I don't want him out there being happy. Right. So I'll just kind of like hang on to him and shit and destroy his life. And but I'll I'll still be over here doing my own thing. That's not like a guy. Guys don't do that. You know what I mean? That's that's strictly uh, in the women's. That's not true at all. I don't know. No, no. Now I'm with Teddy. That's I, not true at all. Off your boat. I think that's that, I think that men men hang on to women for different reasons. Is what I'm saying. I like, feel it's like more men, like it's no. like at that point they go. Mitch, I can't. I can't. I don't want to picture. Fucking kidding me, Mitch. You're saying I, don't, I can't. You are crazy. I, I don't want to picture her having more fun with some of the guy. Like it's an ego. You thing. You know what like, men oh, do? She might. They usually she might get fucked better by somebody kill else. Kill the women, Mitch. They usually fucking kill them. They go. Are you, if I can't have you, nobody gonna have you, and they kill them. I, I wouldn't and say, women I wouldn't do that say too. usually. So men do that shit too. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The whole path that you set up is very poor. <laughs> I was really talking about a very specific. No, thing. and I think okay. I think Sorry. the specific was poor. Maybe I think you're you're That's you're true. operating on a poor path. Oh, the more, whole hate this fuck. whole thing. <laughs> the whole hate fuck thing is fucked up. Your whole logical sequence right now, bitch. Oh yeah, you're talking like you're fucking rebooting uh, all the time. I just look at sex can be it's a it's about dominance. Mm-hmm. Now, have you ever? Played any any sport? Is that really what sex? I mean, I, well, wait a second, wait a second. Have you played any sport, Ted? Yes. All right. Teddy's a sports. Like what? Teddy knows how to what's, jump. What's your favorite? Teddy sport? can jump. I mean, I don't know why you got to <laughs> jump. Basketball? Teddy, you can jump. Yeah, basketball was a sport. That oh, okay. Did you ever play against somebody you hated? Yes. Did you still enjoy playing basketball? Did I give them free points? That, 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 no, no, no. That's no, it's a poor comparison, that's though. Not a poor comparison. You are, yes, it is. The comparisons you that you enjoy, keep setting up suck. Did you? Well, because follow, I didn't give them any pleasure while I played against them. I didn't. So you're put, saying they didn't, didn't enjoy playing? Them, I didn't go and say, "Hey, go to the free throw line." No, no, no. That's not what I'm saying. They didn't enjoy playing, but you did. That would be if you were talking about like mutual masturbation. Did they enjoy playing the game? I, from me giving them pleasure? Though? No, 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 no. That's not what we're talking about. It is what we're talking about. You are giving you them pleasure are, if you you're playing the game with sex them. in a horrible fashion right now. I think if you a if you give me a moment not, here, if it goes right, you are a, not a one way pleasure. Tra- it's not it's, a one way. It's a mutual trait. activity. If you in basketball, in which you are giving pleasure to someone just, else, right? Well, no, well, yes, or taking pleasure for yourself. I'm not taking any pleasure from someone trying to fucking destroy me in basketball, man. It's a poor fucking comparison. God damn, you guys are sucking tonight. <laughs> I, this shit is terrible, son. Hold on, you hold have on. never gotten pleasure from someone who fucking broke your ankles in a basketball game. That is not the fucking same. But did, did you, you get, get pleasure you, then you driving get, on them and trying to yeah, break their? Did they rhythm. get pleasure from me driving on them? No, damn, this is but, so easy. But they what the did. fuck? Oh my. God. God, do you really not see this? <laughs> but hold if on, you don't drive on. on them, they're not playing basketball. Then it's not a fucking hate fuck anymore. You're just beating your, you're just mutually masturbating each other, saying I hate you, I hate you, and I don't know how we end up in a Ramada Inn next to well, each other masturbating fun. each that's other. That's fun too, Teddy. Man. Somebody had posted this ad on Craigslist. I, I posted it on Facebook because uh, I just thought it was uh, just hilarious. This was a this is this to me is a pretty good ex- description of a hate fuck. fuck. Okay, <clears throat> okay, let's go for it. Cause, the, cause the title, right now, the I'm title. Gonna... I mean, you, I, you, I've never seen you yell this loud. Uh, not since Doug Fager. 
And so I'm glad that <laughs> at least this is about Who something. Who knew? the hate fuck is 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 a uh, apparently okay. okay. So yeah, atheist. Oh yeah, hate motherfuckers killed my grandfather. <laughs> All right, uh, atheist seeks Santorum supporter to ruin in bed. Okay, <laughs> that is that is about as much of a right. fuck as you can get, bro. Here's the here's the text Damn. of the post, and and by the way, uh, many women uh, that were friends with me like had commented and be like, "This fucking was hot." Uh, after after reading this, who so, are you friends with? Uh, I'm not going to give you a list. Atheists or same here's, here's, here's the well. Here's the text uh, of the booth. Here's the text <laughs> of the ad. Here's the text of the ad. I'm looking for a woman who is an avid Rick Santorum supporter. Someone who believes all the nonsense he spews forth a morality, a real devotee. I want to fuck the shit out of you. I want to make you into the slut you really are deep down, hidden beneath all the pronouncements about sin and living a clean life. I will pull your hair and butt fuck you. I will choke fuck your throat until you're teary-eyed. Your makeup will smear and run. You'll leave with cum and your panties and hair. And later, when you're at your church social, you'll advise to your pet fellow parishioners on the importance of tolerance and acceptance, and you'll smile deeply to yourself. It's a pretty solid hate fuck. Uh, it's not fantasy. hate, but okay. Here's my problem with the entire concept of a hate fuck. First of all, the woman gets immense pleasure from it. Second of all, the person who fucks her gets the pleasure of converting someone philosophically. There's no fuck. There's no hate. If I hate you, I am going to destroy everything that you care about, and I'm going to leave it in a smoldering ruin. And then when those ruins are fucking ashes, I'm going to piss on those fucking ashes. That's what you do to someone you hate. You don't take them to a what fucking if you bedroom. Them in between that? No, you don't do it. You what, don't what do you it. Jerk off with Teddy, the ashes. You Teddy, never. It's a you s- don't know how hate works. <laughs> I'm putting that on the board. You don't know how hate works. You yeah. don't know. I, you clearly I, I, don't. I think that uh, you clearly don't. You're getting tripped up in semantics. When I don't you... think you know what hate means, Teddy. You're getting tripped up in semantics. What it's... semantics? Listen, <laughs> if I say, "Oh man, this cupcake is so good. I love red velvet cupcakes." I don't mean that I want to spend the rest of my life married and We're fucking not a red about the concept velvet. of hate in a fucking abstract. We're talking about a hate. Yes, we fuck, are. Bro. You gonna yes. hate fuck somebody? Tell me, the hate doesn't really exist because it's just a facade for trying to make someone love you. I love something that you care about. It's Ooh, a fucking nah, brilliant nah. It's a facade, Mitch. Wait a second. It's a facade. Wait a second. I don't want Sarah Palin to love me. You clearly do. You want her to love your cock on, and what it can do for level. you. Yeah, well, Just sir, like this sure, fucking person sure, wants to yeah. fuck a sand. It's the same thing that was described in the Santorum right. ad, Mitch. Again, semantics. It's a facade. It's not semantics. It's a whole yeah. contradictory point. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me right now? Do you know what semantics means? I do. No, you don't. It's meanings of words being and, argued over, which is what you're doing. You're arguing over the meaning of the word hate in the excuse, in, in the, in the context of the, the term hate fuck, which I'm saying it can never exist, Mitch. I'm saying the whole term is fucking stupid, like a jumbo shrimp type term. I'm saying you can never really <laughs> hate fuck someone, Mitch. Are you saying there's, there's so no jumbo much, shrimp? Yes, none. Fucking oxymoron. Fox News, same thing. No hate fuck, <laughs> no Fox News. <laughs> Well, uh, uh, okay, uh, however you want to call it, resent fuck. I'm just saying. I will give you that. There's a, there's a strong social phenomena behind. You can have resent fuck. There's a strong social <laughs> phenomena behind, like, who somebody fucks and who somebody, uh, has kind of like, a uh, uh, an outward, uh, pretend hate, even if you will. Uh, white supremacists love black chicks. That's, that's what I'm getting at. Right. And that's what I'm White saying. supremacists love black chicks. Uh, Teddy hate, hates white America, only dates white women. Uh, slow down, champ. <laughs> slow down. I can't wait to hear which one he refutes. <laughs> you know, wait, here's what I'll tell you this. The, out of, out of all my friends, the friends of mine, the white friends of mine, who predominantly date black chicks, all of them Republicans. All of them. 
Every fucking gonna, one of them. I'm gonna that's say fucking weird, right? Lot, like, that's something okay, weird. I mean, a lot of the It's got nothing to do with you and like, the white girl it, thing. I just yeah. was making a joke I mean, to kind of wake you up from the board. But uh, No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I was saying, for someone pushing semantics, <laughs> you, you would be better off putting your chips in resent fuck. That's you need fine. to change the game, bro. Because uh, resentment is what it is, man. I resent you and the fact that you are suppressing what I know is inside. Okay. So I'm going to pull that's it fair. out of you. That's fair. But when you hate someone... No, so I'm not. If I fuck you, I'm gonna rape you and kill you. That's a hate. Wait fuck. a second. So then, is rape a hate fuck? That's about as close as you're now, gonna get. Now hold on, now, because now you now you've just completely destroyed forever me ever getting to use the term hate fuck. And, and that's quicker. the whole point it's of the quicker. exercise, Mitch. <laughs> you don't get to use a thing that doesn't exist. You know what? Uh, you, you know what? Like Ron Paul and the Gold Standard. You know basically. what term I've barely ever <laughs> used, but I didn't learn it until Fight Club. But it's a good one. Is sport fuck? That one's a good one too. I like that. that really. That is a good. Oh, one. I would, I'm surprised. Not till Fight Club. That, that was '99, right? Yeah. So that's fair. I mean, I was. I remember when I heard. I was like, "That's a good. I should that's start using good. that more often." And I, I think I've only used it once or twice. I should. I got to get back into that. But whoever asks, right? Nobody. Nobody goes like, "Why are you fucking her?" Uh, sport fuck. Like Swings. you don't ever. You know, nobody questions my motives. Swinging clubs, I guess. <laughs> nobody wonders why I fuck anybody, so I don't really ever need to say like, "Hey, but like, don't you want to hear my to qualify the you know, fuck?" Yeah. Hey, you don't have to qualify. You gotta, be, you gotta be preemptive with it. Yeah, I guess. Hey, everybody, guess what I'm gonna do tonight? You know, and then it just then it sounds weird, right? Then you sound like Dustin okay. Diamond. See, it right. comes yeah. back to douchebags, bro. Always comes back to everything bags. goes back to douchebags. I'm, I'm all about the love these days. I'm all about the uh, yeah, yeah, no, no, no hate fucks <laughs> in my in my future. I don't. Think. Is that is that is this your act? Is your act on stage now much more love oriented than previous? I don't think it's ever been. I, I, my act is kind of love hate neutral. Yeah, I think it's more just a. You've got a very genteel where where I'm at and and what I think, and usually I don't get into. I usually go more more pragmatic than. Emotional with with my That's material. Fair. That's fair. I'd say that. I'd say I feel like the one thing I, about you is it gets this very like uh, it's like a subversive, genteel approach. You know what I mean? Where he's like you're like very like I enjoy this guy, but it's also like the subject matter. Wait, isn't genteel like a Jewish term? No. Gentile. Oh, not gentile. Genteel is more southern. Okay. All right. Sorry. Hospitality. Right. right. It's been a but while since. I, but it's it's uh, it's like it's. I like, live in Hollywood. I'm always like, wait like, a minute. I, I don't hear southern words like genteel very often. I do hear gent. Never mind. Apparently, you hear a lot of Gentiles. Yeah, well, uh, you know. Listen, they're spelled the same way, right? Probably. Very oh, similar. Probably spelled the same way. Uh, two E's, I think, in Gentile. Listen. Uh, uh, back to the semantics. Semantics. <laughs> semantics again. You see? Yeah, semantics. Uh, but I, I feel like, though, like, you've got that very, like, whenever... like Brandon We're saying your act is very Jewish. <laughs> very Jewish and Southern. Very, very Southern uh, Jewish. It's like southern Ken- Jewish, Kentucky southern Fried Jewish. Herring. My my act is like my act my is act. like a big dick Jesus who's a great fisherman. Well, I feel like right. it's also like that's really like the the highlight of my act. Oh yeah, is, is he fishing <laughs> with his dick now? I don't know what's going on. Well, look, you want to catch a big fish when you can walk on water with that third leg, right? Boom, you, pole vaulting, motherfucker. It's not really so much walking I at that point. Sincerely, so, like, still, I'm a, sorry. Go back to we're talking about Brandon's act. <laughs> I hope that's not what a third leg sounds like when it hits the water. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, you're rowing the fuck it. Uh, <laughs> I don't got time to explain. Move on with shit. Uh, but you're like, whenever you do, whenever you do crowd work, whenever yep. you do, you do like interaction. It's always like it's just like a very, this very disarming approach, and then there's like a quick kind of hook to something. Uh, it's like it's very, it's like you know, like you take them left, and then all of a sudden they get swerved right. A lot. I feel like. Well, I think that if you don't have a, a disarming approach to crowd work, 
then people, after you talk to one person, nobody really wants to talk to you because they know they're going to get it. It's that, it's that sense of, like, taking people from the, the place of dread where they're like, oh, fuck, like, someone might talk to me tonight and I might be all weird and shit, being like, well, he's kind of funny, he might be doing something yeah. funny. And then you, and it's not that I'm trying to ambush them, but essentially, like, I'll talk to somebody and just be nice for a moment, and if there's nothing there, yeah, fuck you it. move on or you go back to your material or whatever, right, but right. usually there's something you can can joke about, and I don't try to attack anybody, I don't think that that's, I think, again, it's a very short there's a, there's not a, a whole lot a, a, a whole great place to go with attacking crowd work because essentially you know you see a lot of comics will just hammer the same person and keep going back yeah that gets really but uncomfortable that's not very crowd quick. work yeah. that's just yeah that's, that's just that's beating cr- up somebody who well, it's came like, to it's see it's like show. almost crutch yes you yeah, know what yeah, I mean yeah. where you're like well, that's that's my escape hatch almost yeah, like, yeah, oh, if, if something's exactly. going wrong I'll bring it I'll loop it back to this and I'll keep him in there well with, they, they one of the things that you do which makes it um so far as like disarming for them is it's like you do self-deprecating humor but you're comfortable you know it's not like not like like mark maron does self-deprecating humor but you get the feeling he goes home and cries <laughs> it was like i get the feeling you just go home and you like drink with your buddies or whatever you know what i mean there's that like hey i'm comfortable but like hey here's some shit about me and it's like you can't that's that that wall you can't break what do you where are you going to go with that like you got nothing. Like yeah, I'll make fun of you, and it's like yeah, so will I. I've got better jokes. I got better jokes about me right. than you do. Right. I got a lifetime and of I, them. And Fuck I, you. And I know my, I know me better than you. Yeah. And so. you know what? Guess what? I'm happy about it. But I have a feeling you haven't looked inside. Right. So like, I wouldn't touch me if I were you. Because right. you, the wall the, will come down this shit on right you. here. But I think Heckler right here. here? <laughs> this shit is well known. He- Deaf son. <laughs> Deaf. Hecklers and crowd work are, are generally like how I'll deal with the hecklers. 180 degrees on he- from how I'll deal with, and I'll still have you go had a lot of hecklers in, oh, your, yeah. in your. Is that more? Do you think that's more? Because I don't do. I don't really. I rarely. I don't do crowd work. I mean, if someone says something, it may be acknowledged or something. But I very rarely kind of interact with the crowd. I feel like you and I are kind of on opposite ends. Not which like you. Yours. It's not like it's. There's some comics who do like that's it. That's all they have. It's just a lot of crowd work. And yours, I feel like you're like. You you blend in nicely between the like prepare like your your bits and your material and then like taking a little moment to just mix it up with the show. Sorry, you and just see, keep you know just seeing what the audience is doing and then and then you're very smooth when you link it back into something. You know. Well, thank you, and that's something you know I've spent some a decent amount of time trying to get comfortable doing crowd work. Right. And that's exactly it. Really, at, at a certain point, does become a discipline where the more you do it, the more comfortable you are. Yeah. It's like. You know, my act is like a song, and if you're going to be an improvisational musician, it's not that you just jerk off and play a bunch of notes. It's that you know the song better than anybody, right? So you know where you can come in and out. Yeah, yeah. You, and yeah. that's kind of where you, I'm at. You know where to hit. You know where you can. So you I have know. my material down to that point. So now it's, you know, I do that, and it's, you know, for me, it's a lot of fun. I think it's, it's always great for a crowd because it's really. Nothing is ever that funny. It's nothing you would ever put in an act. Right. But because it's organically happening, a lot of times the crowd's response is is they they think it's funnier right. than a joke that's incredibly well constructed and you know, it's like in its uh, essence. George Carlin was saying that the that that uh the essence of comedy is a surprise. And somebody asked him about shock comedy, and he said, Well, the essence of comedy is a surprise, and a shock is a surprise. So to say, like, oh, shock comedy or, you know, shocking, he said, if you really want to be shocking, you could do this or you could say that or whatever. There's a lot of things you could do if all you wanted to do is be shocking. But the idea is that, that every punchline should be a surprise, should be a shock. Sure. So certainly crowd work, they have no idea where you're going. And they can't. 
There's no way you'd, there's I don't no way have you any could, idea where yeah, I'm going. exactly. You, there's no way you could write, okay, they're going to respond like this. <laughs> and then I'm going to say this. And then, woo, then not, then this guy over here is going to say something and I'm going to say this back. So that is a surprise to everybody in the room. And I think that's, that's definitely, uh, insofar as a, a element of surprise in comedy. But again, that's the difficult part is you go, ooh, that moment. You ever get that where you're like, ah, oh, how do I, oh, how do I bottle that? How do I, you know? If you get a particularly good back and forth, do you ever, Absolutely. you ever go like, damn it? Not damn it. I mean, I think it's great. And I think that what you do is there is a, there's almost a formula to it. It's not the, you can't anticipate what they're going to say. Right, right. But, and, and, or like responses. It's not like I'm like ready for anything they say and I have 30 different responses ready to go. But I know, once you do it enough, you know where the twist is. You know how to steer the conversation. Yeah, and, yeah. And, and not even steer the conversation, because it's usually just a couple. Like one of my my idols in comedy is Jimmy Brogan, who's the best crowd work guy. So I've never heard of okay, him. Okay, he was a head writer for Tonight Show for nine years. He opens for Leno every Sunday in Hermosa Beach. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, has been a, a friend and a mentor to me. Leno still, every Sunday in and Hermosa he, Beach? Yeah, Leno, that's every what Sunday. I'm saying. Like, really? Every Sunday. Huh. Where? I mean... Unless he has like another thing, but probably naturally, naturally. forty-six Leno Sundays does, out of the year. Does he, is he st- is he still touring that actively? Like, I know he. Yeah, like, yeah. Jay I've, Leno, I've, I mean, I've heard that he does. Here, I haven't actually seen it. Here's what he does. It. I mean, I hear it's like an urban legend, but you never fucking have any confirmation that like I've never heard. Well, he's got his own private. Uh, Adam Carolla talked about it. He's got his own like private plane and stuff, and he fucking just hops on his own little on his own little runway, hops on his plane, goes to wherever for a couple hours. And then hops back on and gets the fuck home. Doesn't hang out. Doesn't go to the restaurant. Doesn't get the hotel. Fuck it. No. So Here, he can get. Sorry, here's what this guy. Well, just for Jay Leno, because for for comics, it's such an amazing thing that this guy does. For considering that cash is obviously not a factor anymore. He hasn't been for yeah. Hasn't been for a long time. All he wants is cars. Here's what he does. <laughs> they he should works pay him in cars. One of the most demanding jobs in television, a five day a week gig, mm-hmm. which is. As full-time as it gets. Yes. Every Friday and Saturday, just about, probably 40 to 45 weeks a year, he's somewhere every weekend. Friday and Saturday. Right. He does Hermosa, same frequency, 40 to 45 weeks out of the year. He will sometimes wrap taping on a Wednesday... And shoot to like, you know, either Vegas or a casino nearby, do a gig, come back and go to bed. And when you, like, he may have done some things with the handling of the whole Conan thing. And a lot of people might have. It was pretty disastrous. Let's not kid ourselves. It was disastrous, but yeah. but but then again, it was disastrous. PR nightmare mostly. PR nightmare and NBC's fault. I'm not yeah, gonna give Leno I'm never not... said, I want to fuck this guy over. If somebody said, if, if your job is to drive for your ultimate success, and it's within your grasp, who goes, I'm, nah, fuck it. I, I'm, I'm not going to go that far, because there's no reason the Jay Leno show should ever come into existence at 10 p.m. You're on right. that network. But if I'm somebody, not, but, but they offered it to him. If somebody you offers know you a people, show. People offer you a lot of things, bro. Was at some point, like, give some fucking integrity to yourself and the, and well, like, just go to another network. He, Why does he need to be on NBC? Well, that, the, 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 this is where the, the debate goes on. That one side and many sides, in fact, many, many different people have said that the, that the deal was basically, listen, we're getting rid of Conan irrespective of whatever you do. Would you like that old slot back? Right. Well, but the and ten o'clock other, slot. Then other people. To, you're, you're missing, then, then there's you're other people missing, that the missing. other other people say. Well, they say we're thinking of getting rid of Conan. Do you want to switch with him? 
which would be kind of more the like the whole point uh, is that conversation should no. have never happened because there should have been no 10 p.m. show. There should not have been. But one. that's an NBC. Oh, you're talking about the the post show, the weird Yo, thing that he did. It's after not an NBC year. thing. If Jay Leno signed off on the contract that was offered to him, well, it's two to tango. But it's offered to him as well. Say no. But that no. But but we're talking about prior to the Conan happened. thing. You're I mean, saying no. you're saying the fact that he even did a show after after that slot. I'm saying on the same network, man. I just think that shit is lame. But well, it wasn't but hurting I've, anybody. I've never when it actually did show. hurt the whole well, fucking but, uh, affiliates. Affiliates wait, 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 shit because the ratings maybe, went maybe down. I, wait, maybe I don't know what you're talking about. Right. You're talking 10 p.m. show. You're talking about like when Conan had the Tonight Show. Right. The 10 p.m. show would be after that. The or Jay Leno you, show. Okay, right. that weird fucking extra yeah, thing that you did. Thing, yeah. Okay, the whole weird so when thing before the before he, the Tonight Show. He had show said, happened. I can remember years ago hearing that that Jay Leno had, was like, listen, I'm not doing the Tonight Show after. 2000, whatever, 9, 10, whatever it was. It was five they years brought Conan on happened. the show. They were like, listen, I'm not going to do it after this time. And it was like, it was, you know, that was the call was out for five years of like, somebody's going to take over the Tonight Show. No, no they brought Conan, Conan on the show. There was, was no, there was no call. Plan. That's why I'm saying all the shit that you're saying, like, they brought Conan on the Tonight Show and he was like, it's going to be yours. So there's no fucking pretense here. Okay. Well, regardless, the point is that what I'm saying is that, that it was planned in advance that he was going to drop the Tonight Show. Yes. That it was going to be no more Jay right. Leno. So now, if NBC goes, hey, we got this thing afterwards. If you want to do before, like your own kind of different before, thing, hour and a half. It was before. the lead into the Tonight Show. Again, I don't watch well, any the of the shows, so maybe, I, I'm probably the wrong person to talk about with this. But regardless, <coughs> so they say, would you like this slot? And that's where I'm saying that doesn't hurt anybody because it's like, listen, we're going to give it you this. Did. It hurt everyone because, but it, nobody knew it was going to go down except that way. They did because the affiliates were fucking saying it was a damn joke from the beginning. All the ratings were fucking terrible for everyone, bro. Everyone lost from that deal. But that, but nobody thought that. Yes. Before it happened. Yes, they did. This I was didn't discussed hear it. before I it happened. It. Everyone knew it was a bad fucking idea. It was very obviously a bad idea for everyone, for Conan, for NBC, and for Leno. So at some point, well, not if, for Leno because he ended up back and and with, he didn't lose with, a penny. He I mean, money. okay, I guess if you don't give a shit about respect and anything, it's not well, a bad respect deal. Respect to who though? Uh, fucking peers, I don't fans. Uh, he did. Lose, that's what I'm saying. A big PR nightmare definitely made him look bad. Took a Absolutely, hit, man. Was, Jeff I, I, definitely. Does definitely anybody? Took a do you think 99 percent of the people who were watching the Tonight Show before give a shit or think about it? Probably yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. That's I don't fine. know. It's hard to say. That's the thing is, I actually don't know anybody who watches any of those shows. So it's. <laughs> I mean, and, and I mean, I've never. I I think, I think in my life I've watched maybe. Either either David Letterman or Leno, I think I've maybe combined uh, maybe one or two episodes tops really? in my life. Yeah. Now, as a as a as including a, Conan, Conan maybe I've watched four times. Now, don't you feel as a as a, a host of a show that you? That, but but don't you feel that it's like a because I mean from stand ups to actors to everything I'm into, I've always watched a tremendous amount. Oh, I watch a shitload of stand-up comedy, but I just, I, various Tonight shows, I've caught clips. I've definitely watched the equivalent of many hours. Right. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying, like, ever actually sat but down, sat down to- and beginning to end, I really can't even think of a single time I've watched any of those shows beginning to end, ever. Wow. But, um, but that, I mean, but I'm, I'm not saying I'm at all normal or average. <laughs> I'm yeah, not the average not viewer. A bad I thing. think in my life, Saturday, that's like a comedy. Saturday Night Live is another example. I think I've watched maybe three episodes of Saturday Night Live all the way through. Right. I've now, caught you, shitloads of clips. Do you again. do a lot of of sketch acting and things like that. No, 
Okay, so that's something. Right, but as right. a stand-up, like that natural progression, I have watched a shitload of like uh, kids right. in the hall and the state. I mean, I fucking I watched the state front to back every great. day. I, st- I have I, when it finally when they released the DVD, I like bought it that night. I have what was your favorite state moment? Oh, I don't know. There's so many good ones. Uh, so I gotta say, ones. I gotta say that the pudding was probably the joke that stayed the longest of all of them. Uh, the two hundred forty dollars worth of pudding. I think that joke lasted beyond all of them. I still, um, I liked, uh, I liked the Cletus brothers, the the rednecks, and I and I actually have used it many times on this show. I've I've used. Oh my god! If you remember that, what am I doing? <laughs> it's like the Cletus brother. Um, uh, uh, the the uh, Doug, of course. I'm out of here. Yeah. The Ken Marino's. I want to dip my balls in it. Joke is funny. I mean, it was like goofy back then. It was like we all were sort of making fun of how bad it was, and they were too. But I feel like some people didn't really get that. And the hilarity is nowadays that you you come to find out that MTV was like, "You guys need a catchphrase," right? And they were like, "Let's just think of the dumbest thing we can. <laughs> like, let's write about a character who thinks he has a catchphrase that everybody loves, and he just says it, and that's all he ever says." Which and amazing. so that's yeah. It's I like the, uh, the the watching the monkeys do it. That it was like, I don't think that was like a recurring sketch, even. But no, no, we're gonna go to the zoo. It was like an Italian family, like talking <laughs> about like, oh, oh, yeah. Speaking of the Italian family, the fucking it's in a popa. You gotta, you gotta man out on my nice white dress, and the popa is gonna be here any minute. <laughs> and they just, they just covered in sauce. Have you watched the state ever? I've Patty? seen a little bit of the state. That's one state's, of those. Oh, I've seen. So it's one of the better sketches. And the Pope oh, shows up, and he's he's got his own marinara sauce to spray on everybody. Like I'm, I'm more and they're familiar. like, oh no, we got a marinara on a Pope. And he's yeah. like, it's okay, I'm the Pope. <laughs> I'm more familiar oh. with the state in terms of like a lot of the cast members That's and fair. like hearing about it. And I've only. Especially because it, I, I got it there missed. on DVD. Yeah. When you bring back my I holiday I, DVDs, yeah, you can I borrow that one. Forgot those two. Uh, but <laughs> I, like, I've seen, dog. I've seen a few, a few sketches of the state. But it's one of those that I've always like wanted to watch along with like, uh, like the old Dana Carvey show. You know? Oh Dana yeah, Carvey I never show. really wow. caught that. Yeah, that's you know. Like, I heard it was like there's, there's. I mean, classic you, clips yeah, on that. Yeah, I never it's caught one any of those. Of that. It's one of those where it's just like you think about the talent assembled on a show like that. It's just like it's just lights out. The same thing with Ben Stiller's show that he had. Oh yeah. Ben Stiller's sketch. Yeah. I gotta say, I didn't care for that. I ne- again, then, one you know what it is? I never really. I also, I also have just this weird Ben Stiller to me, and and this is just a personal fucking to me. He was like the good-looking, barely funny guy in high school that all the girls pretended was really funny because he was hot, and like they He's don't hot. really know the difference. And like, but the then ladies. the guys, the but then the guys were like, well, let's say he's funny so we can be friends with him and bang all the chicks that really dig him. <laughs> That's what Ben Stiller reminds me. Luke and Owen Wilson are like, all right, he's funny. Yeah, like if you watch the Ben <laughs> Stiller there's, there's show. There's a job and some pussy yeah, in it. If ben. you watch yeah, the Ben funny. Stiller show and you just pay attention to Ben Stiller's bits, like his impressions are a little over the top. The writing, that, at least for his particular skits and the way he performs them, again, a little over the top, a little too like... This is one joke, and you just tried to make fifteen jokes out of it. That it just feels I, to me I a lot of times. Like I that. saw Night at the Museum for the first time, and not even the whole thing. This was on TV, and I came across about uh, fifteen minutes of it. Mm. Uh, Yike City, right? That shit uh, spawned a sequel. Fuck me, right? Wow, right? That is just not. I mean, like watching family comedy though. Like family comedies are. 
operating in a much lower. Look, if no, you throw no, Robin no, Williams listen, into the film, listen, we know where you're going. I enjoyed. Like, I, I enjoyed it. Eddie Murphy in the first Doctor Doolittle. Okay, as a family comedy, that was that was funny. Yeah, I, I didn't care. Yeah, for that. I didn't but, care. I, 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 I see where you're going. You know what I'm saying though? Listen. Now, now I think I think. Well, wait. Uh, no, not Doctor Doolittle. I'm thinking of the, mean you the Nutty sure. Professor. Are they like? It, it was that sad thing where like the only funny part of the movie was the family sitting together, and they were like, well, "Let's make a whole movie out of that scene." And it was just like, "Oh, the clumps." Like it would have been. It would have been way the funnier. Was, it would have been way funnier moment. to make a movie about the decision that led you to that me, movie. Need me, Sherman. <laughs> you need me. You know, what I'm saying like that's that's a that's a Saturday Night Live skit, right? Like, what oh, I, let's I just guess, take the one funny part and make a whole movie out But of I guess it. what I'm that's saying, that's funny, what I feel like Night of the Museum was. Yeah. You know? It's not even... Yeah, and yeah. I, I saw it as a family. I thought it was cute and forgettable. It's you know? Jumanji part whatever. three. Don't you whatever, dare yeah. bring the fucking good name of Jumanji into this <laughs> conversation right now. I'm not talking about the book. I'm talking about the, what they did with the movie. Don't you fucking dare. <laughs> okay. Wow. It feels a little like... Uh, Jumanji's a, a fucking quality film. All right, all right. I, I just That's want to watch his head explode. Jumanji hey, Jumanji's Teddy. pretty decent. I'm going to hate fuck Jumanji. Oh, damn it, damn it! He <laughs> <laughs> just blew up all the mics. All the mics just blew up. I should have seen it coming. I should have seen it coming like right the rhinoceros. Right in Jumanji's ass. Oh, you got to roll the dice. <laughs> I'm going to do you it. You got to hate fuck Jumanji in the shoe factory that the dad wrote. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> I will only agree to hate fucking Jumanji in the ass if Mitt Romney wins the election. Uh, damn it, damn it. Uh, that's what I need. I it's need a Mitt Romney. Fuck. You can only. I hear that Mitt fucking. Romney uh, hates uh, Jumanji oh. and, and wants to hate fuck. Can the Republicans find a fucking Steve or a John nope. or? No, John Steve Mitt? Jobs is dead. They found, they found a John McCain. Found a John McCain. Yeah, Ron is a fairly normal name. Huh? He's a fucking nutcase. Ron Paul? Ron, yeah. That's a normal name. That's a relative. It's a normal name, but he doesn't have a shot. Yeah, it's a normal versus name. Versus Mitt and Newt. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with it's you. It's like the, the front runners are guys. They who, got a Rick. I don't yeah, fucking. That's true. Rick he's is crazy, not. though. If somebody said, hey, this is your doctor, Mitt, but his last name, yeah, I'd be like, you know, I don't want him touching me. Yeah. I don't want him, like, doing this surgery. Okay, fine. We'll get Newt. To perform that, whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, yeah. where's where's Eddie? I'll take Eddie to do this fucking. Surgery. I gotta say, all things considered, white. it's hard. It's hard to top Barack for bad names to run under the name of for, as a president. Barack is still. I think the only thing that beats Barack is Obama. Yeah, right. damn, son. <laughs> absolutely. The only thing that beats your first name is your last name. Like Obama rhyming with Osama in yeah. the fucking. Like I feel like that's um, how he had to, he's like, listen, we, I got to kill him because I'm sick of this shit. Lest we forget. I'm sick of all these dumb fucking comics hey. going up talking about Osama Obama. Lest there was like every comic. We loved that joke for like two years. Barack Hussein. I know, Hussein! Right? Obama. The Hussein. And the only thing worse than his Hussein. Hussein. And you want to tell me that the Mayans aren't going to be right, Mitch, when Barack Hussein Obama's running for re-election against Newt? Dingridge and Mitt Romney? Of course. I love course. Mitt Romney. Like, did you see the thing with the medical marijuana? That video is like circling around. It's like him with a guy in a wheelchair. Uh, look, with- I'm just saying, Elvis Sirhan Hitler would be uh, my vote for the next <laughs> race. Well, he's so. at least got a, g- a good a good first name. Yeah, that's yeah, good. Yeah, Elvis yeah. is pretty good. People love Elvis. Bro, yeah. El- people you can almost fuck Elvis Hitler Elvis. would be a moderately successful. You, you would not even make it to Hitler. You would just Elvis say all the Elvis. Sir Han is pretty obscure, so I don't think anybody I went out. Him. I went out karaoke uh, 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 this past weekend, and Elvis had like two fucking pages dedicated to him. Nobody else in the book came close. And, and which is ironic because they're all cover songs of other it's people all, anyway. It's all black people it's all, who it's never all made black it. black people songs. 
<laughs> now, here's the question. If you get up and you karaoke some Elvis, and I don't know if you're a karaoke type of person, but yeah. if you karaoke some Elvis, do you go black style or you go Elvis style? And do you go early Elvis or well, late Elvis? I believe Elvis, that's redundant. Didn't Elvis go black style? I believe that's a bit redundant. Isn't that why Elvis was so... Yeah. Yeah. Popular was he took Elvis something is that going was I'm sorry. awesome what, and what, then what black let person, white people like it? Have you ever seen a black person and do like that kind of with the lip up and this kind of? Well, listen, you know? the, the reason that, the reason like that, that those so songs long. became popular a lot of times because no one wants to hear a man karaoke be like, I'm going down low, baby. Nobody want to fucking do a sake bob to that shit. I just want to go home and die. Nobody want to listen to Robert Johnson warble at the crossroads. Gonna lay my body down. Oh, my God. Give me all the Nagori. Um... But yeah, so so real quick, so Mitt, <laughs> so fucking Mitt. tells about a that's wheelchair. Very close to my name, and I'm always like, do something on the edge there. Yeah, you might want to work that out. Uh, but uh, but he, um, what can I do? <laughs> Assassination. No, um, good thing this is a podcast, kids. So there's a. <laughs> I can edit that out later. There's a a, a guy on, in a wheelchair who is a, a proponent of medical marijuana. He says, "Look, I have MS." Nothing else works. This really works for me. Yeah, I've got marijuana smoker syndrome as well. Would you would you arrest me? And my would you arrest me for doing this? And he said, "Well, I'm not I'm not in favor of medical marijuana." He said, "Okay, but would you arrest me?" And he fucking with his big goofy fucking salesman uh, humanoid face, spineless cunt smile. Hey, just like walked away, and the guy who's taping goes. You're not going to answer his question? A guy in a wheelchair? You're not going to at least answer his question? I did. I did that. I talked to him. I did. Yeah, He's yeah. real big. Same. So that in and of itself uh-huh. tells me I can't trust this guy. There's, Even if he shares a different guy, opinion. Though. If he stood there and said, look, unfortunately, fella, I'd have to arrest you. I know it doesn't make me look good, but based yeah. on my beliefs. I know where you stand. I, I Yes, yeah, I would have yeah. to arrest you. Now, fast forward. It turns out Mitt Romney... Traveled co- cross country with his dog. Oh God! I was hoping you were gonna tell this story. In a I kennel love this story. On the roof of the car, strapped the dog to the fucking roof from like all the way up to Canada, bro. Yeah, like, we're talking cross country journey for twelve yeah, hours. Very cold. Twelve hours. Dogs. Twelve hour drive. Jesus. And what he said? Like, he didn't forget the dog no, was up. No, because this is what he said intentionally. Okay. Okay. Intentional. And then he's like, "Whoa, it was airtight. It was an airtight kennel." So. So you're trying to suffocate him as well as freeze him to death. Then he goes on to say, and give him ear he damage. loved it. He would just hop right up there. And they're like, you know, that is considered by, you know, anyone the, with a the brain. state law of the wherever the <laughs> fuck he was. By that state law, it is considered cruel and inhumane treatment of an animal to do that. Oh, I mean, highway at 70 I, miles per hour. I was not aware of that, but uh, but he loved it. He loved being up there. Really? Man on dog, How many bro. things get... Get determined cruel and inhuman. Right, and can right. you just throw in, he loved it. If I, if I cut off my girlfriend's the, pinky. The guy's a humanoid. Can I be like, oh, well, she's she, all she about really that. liked it. Well, she jumped right up to That's call the ambulance. But she's not illegal. She liked it. Yeah. Her eyes said yes. And how the fuck does a dog tell you? First of all, we should point out, it was a family vacation. It wasn't just like him driving by himself. It was a fucking family vacation. Hey, family, let's throw a dog on a roof. I mean, you know they stopped. You know they stopped at places. There was something fucking weird. They might have weird. taken out to walk. There was something fucking weird Mitch. about people like getting those, getting like the, the politicians' uh, responses to questions kind of on the spot like that where 
where they do that thing where they all they do is just repeat their policy, but not the 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 nuance for oh, the policy. Well, no, like, it's and that's the yeah. thing is awkward because like the whole reason anybody talks about this policy is not just because you want to fucking alter the policy for kicks. Right. You know, it's always there's always like a, a, a human reason behind it right. somewhere in there, and it's like. Yeah, and and that's the difficult thing about really any law, but like that, that's the thing about, uh, for instance, you know, pro-choice versus uh, anti-choice is the um, <laughs> is that thing where it's like, okay, fine, you believe abortion's bad and Jesus is going to beat you with a stick or something like that, and you're going to burn it. I don't know, whatever. Pole. Yeah, with his foot, his giant. <laughs> when I get off this pole. pond, you motherfuckers <laughs> better watch out. Let me pull my dick out the mud here because it's got stuck. It's, it's 20 feet long, and I didn't realize this is oh, a very shallow oh, lake. Oh, a catfish. <laughs> We're eating good tonight. <laughs> Deep water horizon. Suck a fish up on my balls. Um, so, all right, fine. So you're, okay, but, but then you, the, but that, my, my argument always goes like, well, then you have to answer the question. Uh, what are you going to do with the, um, the, the, the poor working woman who already can't afford this kid that you are making her have? How how are you going to handle that? Got to throw some bootstraps at her. Yeah, hey, pick up your bootstraps. Well, you got a kid? Pick up your bootstraps. Uh, well, like, wait, uh, you know what I'm saying? Like, Actually, I work in the bootstrap factory. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> I just put in 17 hours today making bootstraps, and that's still not going to cover the kid. Yeah, not to I mention, actually, after and, 17 hours, nobody's fed or... Show this kid any attention. You just yeah. threw the bootstraps I and made PS, back at P.S. Where do you think that? What do you think that kid's going to grow up to be? Right? Like he's not even like, hey, I'm Harvard graduate now because my mom was never there and I didn't have a father and I lived in the fucking ghetto my whole life and I didn't get proper schooling. Yeah, uh, that there's your next criminal. That's you know what I'm saying. It's like that. There's well, there's a there's a strong statistical yeah there's a strong statistical uh, link between uh, uh, the post uh, uh, Roe versus Wade. And the the huge decline in tr- in crime. In crime. Yeah. The crime well, there was a shot. There's, a, there's a chart from I think it's the uh, man, I think it's Guttmacher Institute. Uh, I can't remember the exact name, but they uh, focus a lot on on uh, women's reproductive issues, and it basically showed the scale of uh, countries with a more uh, uh, you know less draconian uh, abortion. Uh, laws versus ones that were more uh, you know tolerant and liberal and understanding and such, and uh, the you know like the infant uh, mortality rate and it's it's like the more draconian it is, the fucking higher the rate is of you know like women having back alley abortion stuff. Whereas if you actually make it, if, yeah, or like or like or you make it, you do you like uh, you know safe, clean, and rare, you know, right. and you the the drop is is crazy. You know? right, right. Well, I think you don't really know what you got in a kid until he's like five. I don't know. So I have kids, but probably. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think there yeah, should could, really I could be name a, that kid in two years. There should be a, a, a provision <laughs> to name where it's kid. like it's you know he, he got up to five. He's not really in this. He doesn't didn't go to the school system yet. That's the point. Do you realize I'm just gonna five years? I feel like it's a lot of time. You gotta figure out. A kid I realize you're being joking, but now I feel like I'm now gonna be bombarded for the next week with emails of people going. Actually, if you notice, uh, babies uh, start figuring out their personality and like that. Uh, personality behaviors are, are are built when they're at eight months old. I hear that but shit. But it takes all a while time. to pick up on. Yeah, the, I know. Yeah, the, you don't. It's know. not about the baby. I, yeah, it's yeah, about it's the, the fucking, kid. But yeah, for you to figure out that the kid's I'm, a psycho I'm killer, societal yeah. filter. That's because a lot of parents don't pay attention to their kids. But I do. Touche, senor. Yeah, that's probably true. I, and who, there's no, who, there's who no, uh, you know, there's no license for having kids, which is why, personally, if you don't want to have the kid, 
You shouldn't have the kid. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm. Uh, you're saying I would like. To I'm up. more than just pro-choice. I'm pro. One of the greatest <laughs> lyrics of all time, Michael Jackson. Man, never got credit for it. It's from "Want to Be Starting Something." My man said, "If you can't have the baby, or if you can't feed your baby, then don't have the baby, and don't think maybe if you can't feed your baby." That shit is genius. That's one of the best lyrics of all that time. That's a good lyric. I didn't and know no one ever there. knows that Michael Jackson is in there because that's the same song where it keeps going. Mama say, Mama say, It's the with, same song. Are you sure, I Which guarantee you. Which is actually you. Swahili for "If you can't feed your baby, <laughs> then don't have the baby." <laughs> if you're thinking maybe, then don't have that baby. It's it's a genius lyric, bitch. It's to start off the second verse. So you, genius, he did it in two languages. <laughs> There's a Celtic the version. Whole, the mama whole say, the mama whole saw, mama say, mama kusa. But look, you I bitches. Mean, I feel like you could not put that any better on a teen. You're right. You're right. That is, it is the right. If you can't feed right. the baby, then don't have the baby. Don't uh, think. Baby I took my baby to the doctor with a fever, but nothing he found. By the time this hit the street, they said she had a breakdown. Someone always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, lying, saying you just want to be starting something. Skip ahead. Second verse. You love to pretend that you're good when you're always up to no good. You really can't make him hate her, so your tongue became a razor. Someone is always trying to keep my baby crying. Treacherous, cunning, declining. You got my baby crying. Third verse. Billy Jean is always talking. There's that Billy Jean again. People don't realize that's the. It's, there was a concept. I gotta say, doth protest too much. Yeah. There was a concept. Okay. That one. Uh, you know, like <laughs> it might not be your kid, but you know, lay off a little bit. <laughs> I'm starting to think now it might be your kid. That's your. Kid. I, gotta, I gotta be honest. You gotta, you, kid, bro, you, gotta make, kid. you gotta make a strong case sometimes. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, Billy Jean is always talking when nobody else is talking, telling lies and rubbing shoulders, so they called her mouth a motor. Someone always trying to start my baby crying, talking, squealing, spying, saying you just want to be starting something. I'm still not seeing this. Baby thing. Fourth, fourth, fourth. Ah, ad lib. If you can't feed your baby, yeah, yeah. Then don't have a baby, yeah, yeah. 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 And don't think maybe, yeah, yeah, if you can't feed your baby, yeah, yeah. You will always be trying to stop that child from crying, hustling, stealing, lying. Now baby's slowly dying. Yeah, yeah. That's oh, one of the best verses. That shit is genius, Even son. more, that gave me chills hearing the last part of that. No one Pretty gives good. Michael Jackson credit for being a fucking phenomenal lyricist, bro. Oh, I think, I don't know about that. I do, because no one knows about that fucking line. Well, that, I, I hadn't had that. His whole, his, his, all his songs are littered with it. That's one of the most famous Michael Jackson like, songs of all time, bro. Well, yeah. No one knows what he fucking says in well, any song. But no I think people no get pays. a lot of credit for, like, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. <laughs> I get. I think, I'm asking him to stop fucking kids. I would say this. I feel like we appreciate him as a as a pop sensation, as a master of uh, of crap. I just was having the fun gyms. But I think the appreciation for the depth of the lyrics is not there yeah, well, because people no don't reason. pay attention. To it lyrics. must have struck. Apparently, you never watched Mike Cassantini because that's the part of the song he always sings. So yeah. you know, we we've all paid attention to that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying, as soon as, like, as soon as he starts it, he goes, I'm looking. Everybody goes, oh, I know this song. You know, yeah, Mitch, I, know I, I feel like we let something go here Uh-oh, earlier. Shit, and I want to get back something to it. Let's loop him back, loop him back. Bring it back. So, <laughs> Teddy was a karaoke. <laughs> okay, Teddy was a karaoke. And I think this is something That's that fair. requires yeah, let's, let's a little back. more inspection. And we, let's we, let's what, inspect. What do, you, what do you sing at, at, at karaoke? What, what do you do there? Aside um, from, of course, met up with some friends. A friend of mine uh, from college, uh, from good old Greencastle, uh, was Is in that town. A, a burger joint in the south. <laughs> That is a small town in Indiana. Now, we real to college, quick, but that real that quick, burger joint in the south uh, is going on the board. On, on Wikipedia, <laughs> this is kind of hilarious. This will give you something about your wanting to be starting something. On Wikipedia, it says the song's lyrics pertain to the media and press. 
as well as gossip and people trying to start arguments or problems for no reason, which he states in the lyrics, somebody's always trying to start my baby crying, and then goes to a more quasi-paranoia yield in the near-bitterness chorus. Um, yeah, there's, there's no... There's no, no, well, there's no mention. Nary a mention One of the, of the greatest lines. It's a good, it's a good in line. Fucking in modern music. Shout out to Michael Jackson. Oh shit, Mitch! You, <clears throat> you could have put the afterlife on that. You would have had. I feel 100%. like I feel like I got a trifecta of <laughs> shout outs now. One per episode, trice and. Mitch gave shout out to Martin Luther King in the last one. Really? Yeah, I, I let him have that one. It was good. It felt good. I beat Teddy to the Martin Luther King you shout didn't out. You beat me. I let you have that one. <laughs> that was a layup. <laughs> that was a layup. That was. <laughs> I can foul him. Yeah. I can foul him, yeah. but yeah. yeah. White you know man always centric. You know what? Too? Black man. You were going goal. up for the it. layup, and at the very end, I just came and like touched, like just push you and gave you the and one, so you could shoot a free throw, so you get the extra well, point. Well, MLK is the one. That's the one that that white people are allowed to to love. Like, right? If it's if it's is there a black person we're not allowed? No, to no, love? No, not 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 black person. Because oh, loving a black no, man, Ron, Ron, Ron Paul might have a few. I'm saying. Oh, yeah, uh, I'm saying. Civil rights activists, right? When when you look I, at like, that's true because Martin Luther King was hated back in his day, bro. They shitted all over Martin Luther and King, and he was so fucking tight that like now Ronald Reagan shitted on Martin Luther King. Loved. Oh, Malcolm geez. X is still like yeah, he's still you got to like, watch where you say fence. Malcolm X. I got you. Like you can't just be like he, Malcolm X was a fucking genius, even though he, as a white yeah, guy yeah, without black people. Towards going, the end, he got more peaceful. Yeah, right because. MLK was all about everybody getting together. You could still add an X. If I called him Brandon X right now, white people would get very uncomfortable. They might. I, I would be fine it. with it. I think, yeah. I mean, well, you're... Not you, Mitch. You, you, you're not white people, Mitch. All right. You're a comedian. Woo-hoo. So can't get on the couch, though. Damn it! So I always, I always tell Mitch, everybody on the couch knows something about being black. And uh, my man just went to a dissertation about uh, Martin Luther King and Malcolm X. That's why you're at the table. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> I'm get on with Ben. <laughs> Banned from own. If you guys like uh, talk about uh, Stokely Carmichael or Mega Evers, let's go back to this karaoke situation. Yeah, what did you sing, man? Speaking about, he tried to do it. He tried to do it. Really hoping that you were not going to bring me back. We're going right back Uh, to that. Well, unfortunately, I must confess that the first uh, song that I sang with my friend. Come on, uh, also come on, another another black male. We sang the theme song to Different Strokes. Okay, we did that. He also. Bit of cootery there, no? No, no, no. It's good. It's okay. It's not. It's no cootery. It's not cootery. It's not cootery. <laughs> By the way, P.S. No P.S. P.S. Everybody, when you say when you say different strokes, I feel like everybody immediately goes, "Oh, that bicycle episode!" Like in the back of your yeah, head, yeah, yeah, yeah. you go, "Like, oh, great show, but Herbie, uh, that bike Herbie got a finger in his ass. Over yeah, that was that was not good, Mr. Carl. That's what we all learned a great lesson about: that's... no free bikes for anal. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> or. Here's how to get a free bike. Oh yeah, <laughs> depending yeah. upon what, yeah, what what your willingness was. You need a free bike. Oh god, show up in a fucking uh, friend of the camera. Always seeing a glass half full. I would not want right, to be man. in the household where some kid was like, "Oh, so that's how I get a bike tomorrow." <laughs> hmm. Shit, I'd hate no, to have my ass fingered, but <laughs> I would love to have a. How fucking, many kids went into a bike shop the next day and went like, "Uh, do you have anything in the back?" Yeah, show oh, my pants fell off. Showing midriff. Broken home. You must come from Come hither home. looks. You need to go. I need to oh, my fire's down. This is ridiculous. Uh, Speaking what? of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what do I got to do for that huffy right. over there? <laughs> Whose dick do I got to suck around here for a huffy? <laughs> 
That's going on the board. It's been about a good decade. It's been about a good decade since I've heard a Huffy reference. Whose dick do I have to suck to get a Huffy? Who's dick? Why have a board if that doesn't go? Yeah, I mean, come on, Brandon gets it. Whose dick do I have to suck around here to get a Huffy? Which actually sounds like you want a blowjob. Whose dick do I have to suck around here to get my dick sucked? I think everybody knows Huffy. Huffy Who's is. ever heard of a Huffy as a blowjob reference? I'm saying it I sounds think, like it could be a that's when you That's when you are simultaneously sucking cock and, <laughs> and, and huffing propane. Oh, yeah. That's, that's it's bad. very popular. No, you're doing whippets, Eastern Kentucky. whippets and a blowjob at the same time. That's what Eastern, it is. Eastern Kentucky is all about the Huffy. No, wait. Now, what if it's you're the one huffing and then they're blowing you? Is that a well, reverse Huffy? Huffy by proxy. That's a uh, yeah, man. I wasn't trying to insult the bicycle a, intelligence a, of the reference. That's a ten-speed Huffy. There we go. All right. I had a Huffy. Everyone had a Huffy. So what did you say, Daddy? Different strokes, different strokes. Rule the world. Different strokes. Yikes. Um. What else was there? Rule the world. Uh, uh, one point. Uh, saying Gladys Knight, Midnight Train to Georgia. Oh, who is this? You and another By the dude way, as well? I hate to be white about this, but I hadn't heard that song until the Neil Diamond cover just recently came out. I oh, was digging on that. What yeah. song? Really? Yeah, the guy. Yeah, Midnight Train to Georgia is really good. Uh, My, Neil Diamond had tears the, that the shit up. The room was singing back up for it. The, it was a fucking beautiful thing. Uh, what Midnight else was there? Train to Georgia. Uh, man, I'm not even. Uh, there's a lot. We tried to find some journey. Uh, don't stop believing. My friend oh, looked it yeah. up. It was a very surreal whoa, whoa, moment. Whoa, whoa, they got to take whoa, that off after whoa, a while. They're like, whoa, listen, that's whoa, whoa. all anybody's going to sing tonight moment. if we don't take that off. Did you, sing, you sing Journey? It was not in the book. We did not sing it. But no. you were trying? No, that's right. My friend was, which is very weird for me. Would you have weird. sung it? Was, there's a lot of sake. That's a tough one. That's a tough one. You got to really get out there. You got to practice in Old Green Castle. You really got to. A lot of practice in Green Castle, bro. That was a very popular song. We hit the journey all the time. I did not know the joys of Steve Perry until... Castle of Green. Are we doing this? Are you playing Neil Diamond, Midnight Train to Georgia right now? This is why you will never get on the couch. Right now. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Everyone Ooh. listen to this in Riffopolis. This is exactly why Mitch never gets the couch. Going back to find. This sounds like he played this at Princess Diana's funeral. What's left in the it's a good, It's a good track. Come on. It's no, cover. this is terrible. It's good, it's good track. This is terrible, Mitch. World she Can we play the original Midnight oh, Train yeah. to Georgia right now? I ain't got no Gladys Knight, I'm afraid. Well, you better find it, motherfucker. It's on the <laughs> internet. Look it up. <laughs> Look at that. Play the original right now. To just, This is exactly why people hated Elvis, bro. <laughs> That's exactly why people hated Elvis. How <laughs> beans don't burn in the kitchen. <laughs> Please don't burn on the grill. <laughs> I'm sticking up midnight train to Jordan. Uh, don't take it on. Mitch, that, that's terrible cover. That's terrible. There's no soul in that. I love that on YouTube, people, by the way. People it sounds Mitch. like a funeral dirge. I, I gotta say, I love that on YouTube, I type in midnight train and hoping that it's gonna finish it. Literally, the third most searched for midnight train is midnight train to George. The name George. G-E-O-R-G-E. Is that a song? Uh, I don't think please, it is. I'm going to go ahead and... It's a gay, it's, uh, that in fact, it says, John's if version. I type in Midnight Train to George, it says Midnight Train to George, Aretha George. It says Midnight... Oh, midnight I'm going back to find <laughs> that blue t-shirt I left over his fucking place. It, it actually says... It says midnight, says midnight Train to George, Aretha Franklin. So... 
So it's just wrong in all accounts. Oh, I guess Aretha Franklin also did a, did a, yeah. Well, Aretha, you want. There you go. that was back in the day when you just cover songs. Yeah, what? yeah. Everybody did everybody's 60s. everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I used to love yeah. how you cover songs every time, bro. Yeah, you know, Jimmy Kimmel, Jimmy Hendrix was covering like uh, you know, Sgt. Pepper, like the day it came out. Yeah, dude, what was up with that? It was very confusing the uh, the amount of people that did. But the, I, uh, that shit was how it should be, bro. It's your friends. You play you play friends songs. Well, that, you, you know, probably the, were in the studio when they came up with that shit. Sometimes Wonder Years, the the, the opening theme. Uh, oh, blood, oh, blood. No, that was, no, no, uh, no. It was uh, that was uh, the one with the retarded kid. Help from my friends. Or, I, I get, get by. Yeah, like Joe Cocker's version. Yeah, Joe yeah. Cocker's version. I didn't hear the Beatles version until many years later, and I was like, Beatles cover Joe Cocker, huh? Like the first time I heard uh, uh, "Got You Get You Into My Life." I got to get you into my life. The Beatles did that, and I was like, You mean Earth, Wind, and Fire covered the Beatles? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> well, everybody covered the Beatles. The world left yeah, listen to those horns. So Do you hear the soul, Mitch? Diamond think this is a good idea. Leave him. Yeah, that's that's why you're on the couch, man. That's what's up, bitch. Going back to find. Going back to find. You're gonna be right by your side. You're making me shrink Mitch, into a little white Mitch, cocoon, you, don't you know motherfucker. You nothing about being black, Mitch. Jesus. You don't know, we know the struggle. You don't know nothing. You don't know, know nothing. You know the struggle, my ass. You're on a midnight train hey, to Vermont. On the midnight train to By way of Topeka. On the midnight train to Aspen, I think. <laughs> Going back to find... The Rolex uh, I left in the hotel. <laughs> I hope it's still there. Call no the concierge. Stole it. Oh, the maid man. probably took it. She's black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I uh, hope the towels are where I left them. That so, is that's pretty good Fucking stuff. Neil Diamond, Hey, bro. best, best <sighs> black sitcom you motherfucker. theme song. Different strokes, I enjoy it. I actually enjoy that theme. That's a good theme good song. Good theme song. They actually I think it. we all know what you're going to say. And it, it you, better you be. I think you know. I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping I'm right about this. But go ahead. Good times. Ooh, that's good. good times had the best theme song. Good times! You thought I was going to say the Jeffersons. Yeah. It ain't the Jeffersons. Deluxe apartment white people, in the sky. White people that's would think crazy. that it was the Jeffersons. And that's why you don't get the couch, Mitch. You just bury good yourself times. today. Good I times is real. Damn couch. Good times had fucking Keep, raw soul, bro. Find a baby. Find a good time. Do that up. Put a good. You know, we'll do a, a quick comparison. You know, you know what good times sounds like? It's like a, a Rolling Stones. Give me shelter. You know, uh, what's her face uh, on the track? Like rage, murder. Sounds like shame. Wait, recorded you, a good time. Did you say rage? Not rage, but you know. Okay, I'm just saying. I was like, I hope you, I hope you didn't. Yeah, it's okay. rage. All right, it's all rage. Right. That's what right. I say. Good times theme song. Yeah. This is it's it's a musical masterpiece. I gotta be honest, I probably have never heard it. That's why you don't get to... Mitch, you... Listen, listen, I get it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just being honest about the, the whiteness. The fuchsia hair dye didn't happen now by listen, accident. First and he foremost, I, I don't... I, I, in my life, I have not watched all that much TV. Like, I, you know... And you uh, couldn't squeeze an episode of Good Times in? I, I'm just... I'm not I'm not making excuses for my whiteness. I'm just saying. White Shadow, didn't you, Mitch? Who? Oh, White Shadow. White Shadow. Right. Isn't that like a British show? Oh, my own isn't it? No. It was about the basketball team. White coach, black players, showed a white person being sensitive to black needs and a time and... Shout out to Ken Michaelman. 
wasn't. I'm the, sorry. I literally am not even being. I just swear to God, you, you guys never heard of White Shadow. I feel like you fucking assholes are making this up right you now. You think we're making a what? Riffopolis? Wait, wait. wait how old was this show? When did this show come on? Eight seventies, seventies. Listen to that soul, Mitch. I hope Neil Diamond doesn't cover Good Times. He's a credit ripoff. Good Times. Good Times. That's a that's actually reminds me of one of my favorite Chappelle show sketches when he has uh, who knows black people and he has the question to everybody where he's like what is that final lyric in the Good Times theme song and like one of the white writers goes uh I believe it's it's just like like one of the writers of Chappelle show he just goes um I think it's something along the lines of and he goes that is correct we'll take that. It's, uh, that show is, that was one of my favorite sketches. Who knows? Who knows black people? I would not know black people apparently. I mean, you might know enough to make it past the first round, but you would definitely be next out. Choke on that good hey, time. Second best, in my opinion. Actually, this might be the bad. I might have fucked up. Still not going to go Jefferson, are you? Nope. Bill Cosby. <laughs> Quincy Jones recorded and produced Sanford and Son. Oh, that's okay. Right. I, I did watch that show, but I don't remember the theme song very much. Yeah. That's San Francisco. You dummy. Ooh, that's a good pick. Good pick. I'm trying to think. What's another? What are we? Oh, just like. I like. I like. I like the Cosby theme. I feel like. I feel like the Cosby's. Cosby's is quintessential. It's very 80s though. Yeah. I feel like if you hit. If you hit the themes, right? Come on, listen to this. Neil I'm Dime. getting a tan just sitting here. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Safer had a son and a joy. <laughs> you big dummy. Here, here's where it gets great. They don't make TV theme songs like this anymore. You want to air base to this. Not many songs make you want to air base. What, what show has just a quality theme song today? Like just they've just, gotten away from the theme song. Theme songs, I feel like Louie, 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 Louie. Louie, pro- Louie probably is. That's, that's, that's a good. That's a good goddamn theme song. Yeah. Um, but like I'm saying, like a theme song that was what, like you know what? Like his fit. I, I have to say, I feel like that uh, the the after Friends when that fucking I was about theme, to say Friends that's... when when that theme song hit the radio as its own fucking track. I think. From then on, every sitcom was like, that's what we need. We need a hit song as the theme. And then the theme song was then had nothing to do with the show. And it wasn't about the show anymore. It was always about like, well, let's get some fucking well, we can completely find a- in a, unobtrusive band that isn't controversial and doesn't actually have a real sound to just do a generic shit that we can fucking sell Here's the CD. other show that I think has, I feel has like the it. closest to like a, like a distinctive theme. And I think this is very particular for that show is It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Because it is the very subversive yeah. to sitcom tropes and such but it is that like you know and i think it's it's very very obviously very intentional okay let's see let's see if i can get this one see if you can guess it i'm trying to remember right now thank you um that's uh kirby enthusiasm yeah you didn't do enough trill 
Yeah, the it's best really good. I didn't have enough trill. Hey, Night Court. Oh, Night Court was that fucking heavy good. slap bass. Good shit on Night Court, man. Great theme song. Boom, boom. You know what else? If I, we're talking theme songs, we're gonna go Cheers. A good one. Cheers, but cheers like, good. Okay. Cheers well, goes everybody with. Everybody knows your name. Okay, listen. I think we need two categories. Of I would never jam out. We need, cheer. we need, we need, we need vocal theme songs, and then we need the instrumental theme song. So like, so like, Sanford and Son would go down in and the same. Like, yeah, it'd be it would be in the same same path as Night Court. Do you know what I mean? From the same tree. Yes. Whereas like Cheers and Good Times and Family Ties, Family yeah. Ties, Fresh Prince would be a modern. Oh, uh, dude, in, you, that's in a, the vocal. That's a real yeah, good one. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's very descriptive. To of this what's day, there's can, no. Th- can, has there ever been a theme song that that put the show out as as explicitly as as uh, the Fresh Prince theme song? That did? was like a pitch. It was like a fucking yeah, pitch. It was, <laughs> well, what's it, what's the show about? Well, well here it goes. You ready? In you ready? West Philadelphia, <laughs> born and raised on the playground, where I spent most of my days. It's like, wait, wait, is, is this, is he the guy who's gonna be in the show? Is this why he's saying everything in first person? <laughs> Did you break it? Well, we really love the part where you're chilling out, relaxing, maxing, and cooling. But, is, uh, uh, playing some b-ball outside of this. We'll take 12 episodes. <laughs> the taxi driver really put me over the top. <laughs> that was a nice texture. You know what? I, like I, I think I've told you before is, uh, I, I was surprised as fuck when I got to California and found that there actually was a Bel Air. That, that really? blew me away. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, it exists. Oh, you didn't know that was real. It's just like the first time that I saw the Beverly Hills sign, I was like, a little part of me was like, oh my god, it's just like the Beverly Hills building. It's the same sign. And like, it was a little piece of me was like, oh. They didn't uh, make it up. Yeah, like, <laughs> oh my god. That wasn't an art department. Hey, best Who's- theme song of all time is the Battle Hymn of the Unemployed. Do we know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about here? Wait, which one? I'm What's sorry. Up? The Battle Hymn of the Unemployed. You you don't look that up. Look up the Price is Right theme song. Oh, is that what that oh. is? That's what I call it. That is fucking <laughs> Listen to it. Wow, that's genius. That's going on the board right <laughs> it's there. It's a good title. That Battle Hymn of the Unemployed. I want to fucking die on a hill right that's, now. That's good. <laughs> that is fucking great. Well, that's the best yeah, that one was... Uh, I don't even remember the one now. Oh, there we go. Da, 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 da. And it sounds like a, da, 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 sounds like a battle march. Oh, man. I used to, that couch. always sounded to me like... I always da, tried to freestyle to the Price is Right theme song back in the day. But it's such a... To, put the, to it, me, it's it depressing beat, because it's, it's like... so good. You want to do something on it. It's the middle of the day it comes on. And like, if you're home watching this on a weekday, like, you got a lot of problems. But no, that's what I'm saying. Like, you got a lot of problems, but this theme song comes on. And how happy are you, dude? How ha- you guys get lost? Like, I'm gonna name some breakfast. That's what I'm like. Something's wrong. Like I, I'm like I have the flu. Like there's no reason for me to be watching the prices right. Listen to the breakdown. Listen to the breakdown. Oh, let me go run into the kitchen. And now I've got all my snacks. I've got a cocktail. Yeah, I'm good. Again, and I'm, and I'm beating I, off to the president. Yeah, right. Oh, now we're coming back to the big. Give them horns. Oh, crescendo, crescendo. I just imagine unemployed people marching to their, <laughs> marching with a peanut butter and jelly to their couch. Uh, well, that's what yep, I'm saying. Ba-ba-ba-ba. If you're watching Price is Right, things are not going well for you that day. But in at those, the very least, in the 30 seconds of that thing's playing, everything harmonies right. in the universe. <laughs> but yeah. the thing is, is like that's, I feel like that's the whole point about theme songs. Where it's like, okay, listen, so if we have a, if we have an audience that's th- that's with us, they are they are poor, they're probably <laughs> sad. So we really got to give them something that just okay, carries forever with them. Head to head, better theme song. Gilligan's Island Price or Brady Bunch? Price is red. 
Just between those two. Can I Gilligan's Island? Just just between those two. Personally. Yeah, no, you can't. You, there's no there's Question. no write in. There's no write in vote on this one. <laughs> no late late comer. <laughs> Gilligan's Island. Can I or Brady Bunch? Which one do you think you could sing like like on the spot? Like gun to your head, you're tied up in a basement. Some freak is like, listen, this is the only way I can get off. You gotta <laughs> sing. You gotta sing one of these two theme songs, uh, or and you can't fuck it up, you. and you're not. Yeah, or I'm literally <laughs> gonna, I'm gonna hate fuck you, Tutson style. I'm uh, gonna hate fuck you. Oh, so you're uh, gonna resent fuck me? No, no, no. Hey, hey, we're going with your definition. Literally, he's gonna okay. hate like gun to your head, oh, fuck murder your mouth, me. and then murder yeah, oh, oh, that's Jesus. it. Or, or murder fuck. You either do Gilligan's Island or the Brady Bunch uh, theme song. You gotta sing one of them. Which one do you think you know better? Uh, I'm gonna um, uh, words wise or just tune wise or what? Uh, words wise, just acapella. Your head. And and here's what I'm gonna say. By the way, my I would go Brady Bunch simply because Gilligan's Island. There was two different endings. I don't know which one he's gonna, gonna jerk say, off to. I'm gonna go. That's tricky. Because <laughs> what if you go? I'm gonna go with the Brady Bunch and the rest, and he shoots you. I would go with the Brady Bunch because but if I, I go know Professor and Marianne, and he's like, that ain't even the original. That's not OG. And like, shoots you. I, I, mean, I would know. have to go with Brady Bunch because I think I know more words. Mm-hmm. Really? All I would say is I don't know much Gilligan's Island. Mm-hmm. But I, I think actually, yeah, I guess you could go Brady Bunch because as soon as you go, it's a story. He might just come and forget why he's <laughs> got you tied up, and especially if you sold out. it with the eyes. He's waiting yeah. for you to say, "It's a story." Uh, Three yeah. lovely girls. Right. Yeah. That's that's the money shot. Really right. hope this scenario never happens, man. Really hope that. Yeah, well, too bad. The <laughs> <laughs> steam mask comes down right now. How did you camera. hide that? Turn off the mask fucking camera under your cap. I don't know because this is happening, Teddy. Uh, this is your it was life. An hour and a half Nick, set up. I thought for that it was one not hypothetical. The last <laughs> is the saddest twenty minutes of the show. I didn't want to say it. Brandon told me before the show. If you know what's good no, for man. you, <laughs> we're pretty. If you know what's good for you. I need you to spend ninety minutes building up to this gonna, exact question. We're gonna, we're gonna go black, and then we're gonna come back to bonus time, and, and be like, "Nah, man, I'm pretty fucking far from okay." <laughs> <laughs> As for you and me, <laughs> I wonder. Do you think Zing Rames read that and he's like, "All right, I'm kind of a badass, which is cool. That'll help like the badass thing I'm obviously putting out there in Hollywood, but I get fucked in the ass by bikers." I don't know how cool Dirty that Confederate is. bikers. You know, right, you think right. there was any apprehension to like, like conversation with like his close people? Should I take this? Have you heard Ving Rhames talk on like radio interviews? Because I really don't think he like goes and he talks in third person a lot. Uh, Ving Rhames got this going who, on. Now. If you, uh, 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 it was uh, Ving Rhames for Piranha 3D. That movie, dude. By the way, uh, that motherfucker. It, like needs a lifetime achievement award of shit ass films. Like after Pulp Fiction, yeah, he was like, "Fuck it, I'll take anything." And you're like, "No, no, you works, go man. up, you go up." And he yeah. was like, "No, I'll do this." And you put <laughs> like his agent should have pulled him aside and go, "Don't, no, seriously, seriously, don't, don't do this one, don't do this." Yeah, let Ice Cube take that one. Yeah, don't, don't happen. So Nobody gives a fuck. So many directed DVD movies that I've seen where he like is a fighter in prison. Dude, or something. do you remember that fucking infomercial fucking thing where there was like it was like the, the underground comedy movie? Do you remember that infomercial for like the underground comedy movie uh, banned from TV? Yeah. I was really high. By the way, don't ever call that number when you're high. Uh, in fact, just try to turn the channel when those commercials come on because sometimes it sounds like a good idea. And I was holding a phone in my hand at the time because I had just finished talking to somebody. And I was high and I was gotten paid. I was like, you know what? I'm kind of curious what this movie's about. Don't. Do not. Don't even buy it secondhand. Somebody might. It, you, I'm, it's the worst film I've ever seen. If you call it a film, 
It literally is, and I, I you would be surprised. I almost wish it out on a DVD just to prove that it's this bad. But literally, I think the guy uh, Vince Offer, by the way, you know the 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 ShamWow guy, he wrote and directed the whole movie. Really? Yeah. Super. That was his whole. That's the whole reason he did the ShamWow commercials to bring up to get funds to make this movie. Oscar. Really? Yeah. So he wrote maybe, and I'm not making this up. He wrote maybe 20 minutes of of uh, script, mm-hmm. and it's a two hour movie. And and I'm not saying like he wrote and then just said, "Hey, ad lib." I'm saying literally, there's five scenes that he repeats over and over again for 90 minutes or or more. He'll do this. He does the same scene five six times in a row. Like there's one of the his big the, Ving Rhames is in it, and it's Ving Rhames is a gay guy. <laughs> hey hey. So Ving Rhames is a gay guy in a pool hall, and there's a really aggressive, uh, very s- small diminutive gay guy. Like hitting on him a lot, and it's making Ving Rangs uncomfortable because he wants to be uh, treated like a like a human being and not a sex object, and that's like the the crux of the joke. It actually opens with that uh, that scene, if you will. So for like ten minutes, is this gay guy hitting on Ving Rangs, and Ving Rangs like throwing him on the table and go, "Listen, I'm not a piece of meat," and this whole thing. Then they go to another scene. Ten minutes later, we go back, and it's that exact same scene again with slightly different dialogue. Really, and it carries on a little bit longer. I swear to God, that's the whole movie is like a couple of scenes like that. It's like, I think, five different scenes, but they're just repeated with slightly different dialogue. So it's not so, so bad. It's some good. sort of it's art just... avant-garde thing? or like well, that's, that's the thing about this. So bad it's good. That only works if it's not a comedy. Like, right. I feel like that's because everything is like at worst, I could watch it while I'm high and laugh at it. Right. But if like you're the, if, the room, if the intention was you're going to laugh. I feel like you've got nowhere else to fall to. That would be, I, right? would, I think we can label that like the date uh, date movie, scary movie phenomena with those two dudes that just write all those oh, shitty movies. Yeah, yeah. Those two, like, I, yeah, yeah, those I really oh. don't just outright hate anyone for their product, I think, as much. Yeah, that's fair to say. Them. The movie movie guys, yeah. It's so it's, transparently. It, what, what, what bothers actually, me so I mean, much, I the most even, recent and again, one. I feel like this is very, well, go ahead, go ahead, I feel like this is actually like, very similar to what we were talking about earlier with the whole NBC Leno thing, right. where it's like you can only hate them so much because studios are fucking offering them deals, you know. Right. Where it's like you're gonna keep writing shitty fucking movies if someone's gonna throw money at you. Right. Why wouldn't you? What the fuck else are you gonna do? Get an honest day's work? <laughs> Come on now, it'll be the the so thing that bothered me the most about it. <laughs> Was it was like they so were so, they so clearly didn't understand the concept of a parody film. You know what I mean? When you think of like the classic ones, Naked Gun comes to mind, right? Like we, everybody, like that was a parody of a lot of things: detective Airplane. movies, airplanes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Airplane, yeah. Airplanes, a, a classic example. Spaceballs, classic example. Spaceballs, There's a great. lot of these. You know, that's how you do. It. But now, like the the movie movies, I remember the last one that came out Blazing in Joe. the trailer. They were parodying a movie that hadn't come out yet. Well, it wasn't <laughs> even movies though. It wasn't. It, it, it ceased to be about like. It was, yeah, it was like they were parodying it was just, it was like, like the latest ref- X Men movie before it came well, out. It was, it was like, like it was. You can't do that. You can't even, parody shit that doesn't you, even exist yet. I've seen like I've never actually sat through an entire one of those. Has anyone here? I think sat I, through. I think I did like uh, scary movie, scary movie, scary movie, I epic I movie, did. date I some, movie, some of scary movie, epic and, movie. And like, epic movie wasn't even about. Epic movie wasn't even about epic movies anymore. Yeah, yeah. It was like Shrek. 
and like music references and stuff and they like referenced the American Idol. Yeah. And it just became this weird catch-all for just cultural uh, you know, whatever kind of, you know, you know, was zeitgeist. If well, you that's, that's where, that's why I think, uh, as a for instance, I think that's what a lot of people, uh, started to think, uh, and rightfully so about Dane Cook's material is his material became just like, how many pop culture references can I cram into, you know, 90 minutes? BK lounge. Yeah, exactly. BK, I'm going to talk about Burger King for a while. Or like, you know, did you ever see that onion article? It was like Dane Cook, uh, writes new, uh, Writes new album about the uh, latest addition to McDonald's uh, menu. <laughs> uh, it was, was actually awesome. kind of interesting to bring up something you, like that. I, I I don't know if you've heard about his that show he had at the Laugh Factory. Yeah, in I did. Which he had did. the big meltdown. No, well, it wasn't, wasn't a meltdown. It wasn't yeah, meltdown, yeah, yeah. but it was just like he kicked every like he just you know everyone else just got bumped and he did what forty minutes or something and it was just terrible, man. Yeah, about, he like, like chainsaw he, fucking whores to get over his ex girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. And people were texting and he's like, show some respect. Dane Cook is on stage. Yeah, I think it was T.J. Miller who had the most yeah, t- like vicious. I, that's what I was thinking is like T.J. once you got T.J. Miller like publicly going out and going. T.J. Miller's hey. so laid back, man. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Dane Cook parlays new Burger King menu item into hour long HBO special. That was the title of the, <laughs> the Onion uh, piece, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. Uh, that was I, I just can't imagine TV being. Club, like, right? I would always feel really uncomfortable to like bump off a whole lineup of comedians. I feel like, you know what I mean? Who's to say it's such a? I mean, it's such a thing that that just you do. But like, I mean, for that long though, you know, like if it was going that, what did he do? Uh, la- see if I can find. He the... went. He did a. He did a drop in kind of at the Laugh Factory pretty recently within the last week. I think dropped an hour. Uh, but like 40, oh, 45 minutes. Pull the mic up a little bit. Sorry. Um, to like 40, 45 minutes. And, uh. Yeah, yeah. You just want to like where the logo is should be right at your mouth. Uh, you don't have to be like close to it. You can kind of. Yeah. Uh, but so, okay. yeah. So like bumped a, bumped a ton of people Hopefully and then. Not blocking your face. And then just it was not material at all. It was like he was like working through stuff. Like talking about chainsaw fucking whores to get over ex-girlfriends and things. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, kind I of had is an experience on the like that. With, with Dane Cook? No, not with Dane. Um, with, um, fuck now, uh, uh, my wife and kids, uh, Damon Wayans. Oh. He came in, it was at the Ha Ha Cafe of all fucking places hmm. on a weeknight. Jesus. Came in literally and dropped an hour of Prentice hunting before me. And I honestly took stage in the last 30 minutes of him on stage. The audience is oh. head in hands like, with a, and this is during when he was still on My Wife and Kids, I think. Oh, wow. So he was as big of a star he a show. as, as he, he's ever been. I mean, he had a, I mean, that show's in syndication now. Sorry, oh, he never yeah. saw it. I didn't even know he I had mean, a show. I mean, it was, but again, like. Again, I don't watch TV. No, man. I know, but like, I mean, it was, it's weird that that show is in syndication now. Like, it's, it's, a, it's, it's not a bad show. It's a, it's a it's nice fine. show, you know, it's but it's show. like, but it was, it's, it was very just kind of like, oh, that's right. Damon Wayne's had a sitcom. But hmm. having to follow that. Oh, was yeah. like literally the one time I waved a white flag in comedy where I went up on stage, did like my opening joke, looked at the audience. It was like 1130 at night on like a Tuesday. And I said, and there's still three comics behind me. And I just, I, I was just like, you know, thank you guys. Enjoy your night. And fucking beat it because there was a, they were completely, there was nothing to be gained from it. Right. And I almost felt the rag bad. that just got twisted too much, and you're yeah. like, yeah, yeah, I'm sorry, exactly. that fucking was, thing is dry at this point." And that's I'm sure how the comics were at the Laugh Factory felt, and it sucks. But I'm still left with the same feeling of, "Is that okay? Like, he's got to do that somewhere." And when you mm-hmm. and 
But when nobody's lighting you or breaking your balls, yeah, why, right. why wouldn't you? Like that gets well, I mean, that's, the t- that's a tough thing to say because it's like, on the one hand, yeah, where else are you going to work that out? But on the other, it's like, why an hour? If if 20 minutes of it isn't working, what what gives you the idea that the next 40 is suddenly going to pull you out? And it's like, at some point, especially if you're, if, if you know, he's been doing it a long time. Sure. You know what I mean? And like, And he's great. He's yeah, a great comic. It, it's, yeah. If you're, if, you know, Dane Cook, same thing. It's like, it, you're a good comic. You've been doing this a while. You know what the fuck you're doing. You know if they feel in your shit. What? Like, right? I you, think in that gotta, instance, I, like the, I think the thing that is extra weird about that is like, I think what they were saying. Well, here's, people, here's, people were texting, here's TJ. Like people were texting, obviously, after a while, and he was saying, he's like, oh, Dane Cook's on stage. Okay, here's respect. here's TJ Miller's little review. I'll, I'll kind of run through it. He says, fucking Dane Cook is eating shit at the Laugh Factory. He bumped Bobby Lee as just being mean. The hubris of this man, unfortunately, led to his fall, but I'm afraid he is a damaged man, and well, that's about it. He's certainly not a comedian. Watching him try and work through his own shit on stage when he's saying, go fuck a dory dirty whore that's the best therapy lord dane you've been doing stand-up for so many years and you still believe it's okay to bomb and talk about your issues you didn't earn this he goes on about how he first learned of dane cook and then later he says last night he get on stage and he was vicious misogynistic cruel and arrogant by the way everybody that i've been all these different review all the different people that they're quoting and shit like that like overwhelmingly all of them like dude just unbelievably misogynistic and vicious and it was like you know what I'm saying? Like, a lot in about, this like, day and over. age, like, for a comic to get on stage and, like, all these people are like, dude, you really went misogynistic. Like, you, he you had to, to be, he had to go pretty far, right? Like, yeah. that's, I'm saying, what, I'm like, saying. that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, that's what the whole thing, it was just, like, a lot of this ex-girlfriend is, uh, stuff. And, like, he, he talked about demons, not paying for an abortion. He talked about finding some whore to fuck and take out on his anger as her ex-girlfriend. He talked about how girls would do anything for him because I'm me. He got mad and people were texting. Dane Cook is on stage. He said, have some fucking respect. There you go. Here's an idea, Dane. Have some fucking respect for the audience that gave you the chance to be what you dreamed of being. And don't be mad at them because you fucked it all up from hubris and thirst for fame. Wow. Uh, it goes on. But TJ put him on blast, bro. Yeah. Go TJ Miller. Good guy. Gotta get <laughs> him on here. Shout out. So badly want him on here, but, you know. I, it's just like only when I see him at the Federal Bar and I'm like, hey, I did you know. But I feel like, that again, though, like, like, but, but that's, like, that's a fucking, I mean, that's, that's a, that's a hell of a tirade. And to provoke a response like that, I mean. Yeah, you gotta, I mean, cause it's not like TJ Miller's like, you know, you know, hey, super clean guy. But I, I feel like, and like, I feel yeah, like that's kind exactly. of the, like, to like, bring back to what Brain was saying is like the, the line between working some shit out on stage as a performer versus like, just smashing through the looking glass and the self-indulgent narcissist. You know. do, do you feel that maybe it's that thing of like when you're when you're on stage and like you hear a little bit of laughter in like one part of the room, you're like, okay, that's where I'm starting. I'm gonna see if I can get it to spread. And it's like, you know what I mean? That kind of thing where you feel that energy. You're like, they just need a little more coaxing for the rest of the audience. So you'll keep kind of. Do you think it may be that? And like, they're gonna get that. Any any famous person who goes on stage, rousing applause. Yeah. Probably first ten minutes, they could just say like, "I like cookies." Oh shit, he likes. Like, do you feel like it may be a part of that? I, I do, and I think that that's also a part of it's it's an it's not an option for me to go up at the. Am I enough? There, there we go. Oh, it's, shit it's, was turned around backwards. My bad. Sorry, you know, couldn't tell. From it, here. It's not an option to for me to go to the Laugh Factory and drop an hour of of bullshit. Yeah, when that is an option. I think that your perception now I'm not saying it's right, mm. but I think that if like nobody's gonna stop you and maybe the worst thing is somebody's gonna blog that you're an asshole. Right, exactly. But that hour might help you get your next hour special up to speed faster, which is gonna be 
you already have a, a five million dollar offer to make it. Mm-hmm. So what do you really give a shit? I piss right. off one right. audience. And yeah, it's not really great to do, but a couple of jerk offs are going to talk shit about me on a podcast. All right, but then let's take it. Let's take yeah. it out of the abstract though, and like put it in a dang cook. No, I mean he, that, that's kind of what I was saying before. Is like that's realistically, I think that's got, how it is. In your head, you're kind of like, eh. But he's got. A, I, I think he just signed a development deal with NBC for a new show. Okay, so he's gonna be supposedly having a TV show come out on NBC. This was like building some shit around him and right. Sarah Silverman. I think is also like their NBC seems to be going really heavy on on comics right now. But every movie, pretty much for the most part, debacle. You know, your your comedy, not your strong suit anymore. You're more known for appearing in a cameo on Louis C.K.'s show, who's killing it with his stand-up and his, like, small screen stuff. So, like, at some point, it's not so much about, like, yeah, well, I could do this, and then, like, fuck you, I get my hour up to speed. But it's like, by the time you get to that hour, everyone's like, no one gives a shit, you misogynist. You know? Yeah, but I think that that's like, I mean, there's a certain, let's face it, I mean, do you, when when, when you're up at the federal bar or, or up at, at any comedy club, and it's just you and an audience, are you really thinking of, like, long-term ramifications? Yes. Are you? I mean, I, in those I'm, moments, a paran- I'm a paranoid man, though, I'm so only, I don't care. Only insofar as the fact that I tape out all of my sets. But that's because you're, in the short term, want to see how it worked out. And, yeah, yeah. And yeah. I think to myself, if anything out of this works out, like, you know, or it's especially, like, I go a weird place, like, maybe I'll throw that on YouTube. But, I mean, I'm with you. Yeah, generally speaking, and I certainly don't think, I, I've never been like, well, I hope nobody vlogs tomorrow. Yeah, I've never, I've never, thought, know, that I've never thought that kind of shit. That, no, that's never, what you mean. Yeah, no. And, and, and but, I think and, that, that that's fair. But I don't but think I have those pressures, line. though. I don't have those pressures. That's true. Which is to your point, which you're saying is, you know... If I knew that I was gonna uh, drop in, you know what I think. I, honestly, you know what it is. I, I feel like probably what he was thinking in his head, and, and maybe I'm assuming way too much about what he's thinking. But I, if you take, for instance, his his drop in on, on Louis, and you remember backstage, he was like, he's like, everybody hates me, and yet you're the comics comic. You're the artistic comic everybody loves. You get it to go out there and say the fucking horrendous shit, and you call it horrendous. And people just die laughing and respect you more and more. And he's like, I go out there and I'm just fucking hated. And I'm a thief and I'm a piece of shit and all this different stuff. It's possible that, for instance, that Laugh Factor thing, Chainsaw, Fuck, a Whore, or whatever the hell have you. He's trying to go Louis. Yeah. Not not so much Louis specifically. I just mean... But, but trying to go any there. Kind of, any kind of like, I'm going to show them that I can be dark too. I can be the artistic dark guy. And maybe you know what I mean. In his head is but like, but I guess, but I guess, I mean, I like, guess, but that he goes doesn't, but he doesn't the, have that in his personality because the reason Louis can get away with that is because he's not, <laughs> you know, what I mean, like he's not getting it's out not this a, aggression. It's not about a calculated that. ploy. Yeah, whereas like I, I feel like with Dane Cook, there's a like, lot of projection yeah, happening though. Yeah, but, yeah, but you know, I'm I just mean, saying. Uh, it's, I mean, like I think again, like everything that I read, there was also this like we like like weird relationship stuff that he kept talking about, where like it seemed like. You would have like a bunch of bad relationship shit happen, and you could just go fucking let a bunch of motherfuckers know, and just just get the shit out there, and just be like the fucking most important person in the room, and just talk about yourself. Then, yeah, why wouldn't you do that if you were at that level in your life? You know. Well, let me let me throw something out there for you guys because I know both of you get complimented on your comedy quite a bit. That you're that you're very funny guys. Well, thank you, but I don't know if I... Okay. No, I mean, but, uh, you must have. 
To, I mean, to I some appreciate degree. It. I, uh, let's just go. Yeah, sure. We'll yes, take it. Absolutely. We'll take it. I, I definitely, when people come on the podcast, I think there's sort of like, there's a part of them where they feel like uh, obligated or something. No. You know? we don't, no, but I mean, even at clubs, if, even mean. other comics. Yeah, like, yeah, you get, we get, yeah, I mean, yeah, I get yeah, good yeah. feedback. Yes, I've heard, I've oh, heard yes. very good you've things. Heard, yeah. You've heard good feedback. I've definitely, yes, I've heard to good feedback. To the point where, esteem. are you, you guys feel are, good about are my confident shit. you're funny guys, right? Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, that's fair. So, after a certain amount of good feedback, and this isn't like the world sucking your dick. Yeah. This is like, you know, how we get it. Sure. At clubs and, sure. and wherever. Um, you ever do a joke and you're like, or do something and there's almost like a feeling of like, how the fuck did that not work? What's what's wrong with these people? Oh, even if it's a, a small minor thought in the yeah, back of your absolutely, head. absolutely. Where you're like, I know what I'm doing. Right. And these motherfuckers should have laughed because I know what I'm doing. That's, 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 that's by the way, that's it. like Jerry Seinfeld's entire existence these days. His whole, like, why do you unqualified motherfuckers get to tell me that blah, blah, blah? Because that's an audience. He's, he's so angry about that but, whole but thing. But the bottom so, line yeah, is... I could see that. Yeah. Now, play that, play out whatever success or, or accolades right, you've right. gotten into the multi-million dollar realm. Sure, sure. Do you th- like, don't you think you would be a little more, like, even stronger on that position of, like, how the fuck... Now, maybe you don't become a jerk off about it. Right, right. But in the back, you're like, I think that would seem Maybe out you a never bit. say show some fucking respect when you're on stage. Is that what you mean? Or maybe you do. Like, yeah, maybe you just never say show some fucking respect. I don't mind show some respect. Well, you wouldn't show never say Dane Cook, Dane is, Cook is, on. is in the third person. Yeah, that's yeah. a little weird. That's a little that's, douchey. That's, that's, that's where little, it gets douchey. But, yeah, yeah. But I think not trying to fucking back him up here. Look, I don't care one way or another. But yeah, I think that it's it's a matter of. You can imagine that, like, how your re- respect level for your own ability with everybody telling you you're fucking great and backing it up with millions of dollars yeah, to where it's like, well, what I do is great, so you guys must be missing the fucking point. But then I guess what's well, difficult because Dane Cook, I mean, when he hit with those first, certainly that first album. And then it's he then first, he did that fucking his Comedy Central thing. presents was fucking great, man. His yeah. half hour in Comedy Central, I enjoyed. I yeah. enjoyed that. Uh, so uh, again, his first album, I mean, uh, uh, un- without question, it was a great album. Then and and everybody at the time was like, this guy, this guy's got a lot of energy. He was very funny. Comedy Central presents, and then he very quickly was like, I'm a superstar. Two disc album, bam, and you were like. All right now. Well, then now it was, like, and then there were like, quotes when he was like, "I would rather learn brain surgery than start stand-up comedy again." And right. those are the kind of things that I remember reading, being like, "That's why people like T.J. Miller, are like, you didn't earn this because you fucking used it and then went to go try and be a movie star, and all your movies sucked." Yeah. And now you're trying to come back to this, but it never really was the thing that you cared about. Right. Right. And I mean, I can I can very much understand. I can understand that you know where it was like you were. It, what like what was it? Was it the craft, or was it because the craft was gonna be your outlet? And I think Brandon and I, you and I have talked about this, where you've told me before, like you, like stand up comedy, you know, should be an outlet for you to explore other interests and talents and such, you know. But you come back to that, you know, you come back to comedy as well because it's something that you very much so enjoy doing, and it's a fundamental kind of part of who but you, you look, are. Look at like an Eddie Murphy, like he's been away from it for twenty five years. That's why you always go the Richard Pryor route. I can't, I can't wait. To see it, he's talking about getting back into it. I can't wait to see him do it. I don't know if he does, though. I remember he was on Jimmy Kimmel Live, and he if was you, like, if you, uh, I just say funny shit in my house, and if you're there, you hear it. 
You know, I can say when he did that Rolling Stone article, that's, what, that's that? what that's where I'm. That was that was. I such was like, a, that, I had a, like a, a comedy boner. Yeah. It was so good thinking but, about but him I, doing I, comedy. I remember thinking like when I was reading it, I was like, this was confirms all of the theories that I had for so for so long. Was like, listen, you can't. You, I mean, he undeniably some of the greatest comedy albums, the two of the greatest comedy albums yeah. of all time. Raw and delivery. Before he was 26 years old. Right. 25. He Fucking said he's be a Fucking goddamn megastar. One of the best cast members of all time on Saturday Night Live. Some of the best comedy movies of all time. You know I mean? Fucking enormous superstar. Again, all before he hit 30. This motherfucker just destroyed. And then it's like so goddamn famous he can't go anywhere. Multi-millionaire. Hugely successful, etc. Et tranny, et everybody's up in arms. Yeah, I know, right? You know? Punch one tranny, and ah, it's all over. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and and it's like where he can't do a drop in. If you were at the fucking improv and Eddie Murphy comes on stage, you wouldn't even be able, you just you're you just melt. You'd be like, oh my god, Eddie Murphy. Like you wouldn't be able to like breathe right. You'd be like, oh my god, Eddie Murphy just dropped in, and you're immediately going, I'm gonna tell everyone I know for the rest of my life oh, about yeah. this exact moment. Where I'm sitting here and Eddie Murphy is on the goddamn stage. Everybody's pulling out their cell phones. Everybody's going to be tweeting it and live blogging well, it. But that, is that because of how big of a star he is? That's what or I'm going to say. Because of his absence. That's what I was, I was about exactly. to say. It's less of uh, the point is then. Well, what I'm why saying is, is the reaction the way it is? I don't think it's just because it's. No, no, no. Eddie I'm Murphy. not just talking about the fact. I'm saying, yeah. yeah, it's also the absence. But what I'm saying is that in that interview, that was his whole thing was like, I can't even do a drop in if I wanted to. Right. And it's like, but if you had talked moreover, to- I think that my, my biggest thing was like, for instance, when Richard Pryor was at, not quite to that level, but Richard Pryor was fucking the biggest comic in the world and did fucking huge ass movies Superman. and would still go back and do the comedy. And, and that's now when, what he, I was saying, when yeah. he got, when he got the fucking free base, light himself on fire, first time he goes on stage, people are screaming and yelling about, Hey, burn yourself up. Hey. And it's like, he has to, he fucking had to like open with that. Like, mm-hmm. listen. I was making some powdered milk, you know, and everybody's booing him and shit. And he's like, all right, I'll tell you the story. And he goes into it, which, by the way, genius. But I think I've long thought Eddie Murphy doesn't want to talk about that fucking tranny. Eddie Murphy doesn't want to talk about that he has to pay his wife probably half a billion dollars. <laughs> and even though he spent two Talking about albums, being married to a Spice Girl. Yeah, two years, or two albums talking about how he wouldn't do that because he's not going out like that. And then does it. And you're like, ah, in the family movies. And hey, let's talk about, let's talk about those decisions. shitty, does he, so it's like, and in that interview, he has that very like, listen, I live a solitary life. I, I'm, I bowl. I play music to myself. I don't even release that. Like, I don't want any more feedback about what I do. I make an X amount of money that's guaranteed. They're going to give me these movies guaranteed. I don't even read the script. I don't give a fuck. I'm rich and I'm famous. I've, I've, I've succeeded. I just chill out in my house. Why bother going on stage? So I, that's why I feel like he's not going to do it because what does he gain out of it? He doesn't get the money. He doesn't need the admiration. I don't know. Well, right? I think that, I mean, it sounded in that same article like he had a little hard on to, to do stand-up again. Like, he wanted, and I think there's something, it, it's the reason you did it the first time. Can I make a room full of people laugh? Like, after 25 years, you have to question or wonder if you, if you in fact, can. Still. Yeah. Can I, I be? I can I compete with? I think he's definitely always got Raw it. Eddie Murphy and, and Delirious Eddie Murphy? Can I compete with? That at this age, after, after everything, everything I've been, yeah, after everything, can I, can I still do that? Well, he was saying that he he was saying right off the bat, he's like, I'm not even that guy anymore. He's like, I wouldn't have that level of energy or that level of anger. 
But so he'd have yeah. what would you do? That yeah. level of experience. Oh yeah, absolutely. What he didn't have as a as a comedy prodigy. He's got awareness, bro. He's got was a, a lifetime of experience. To I mean, we all know. Look again, if he came on stage anywhere in the fucking world and and gets on stage, he could just be like, "Ha!" Everybody's gonna fall on the floor laughing. For Doesn't the, matter for the first ten minutes, easily, and then he's got to earn it. He's got to do it yeah. again, bro. Maybe. And that's the challenge, man. Yeah, yeah. That's why I say uh, you you do it once, cool. But like that's, you stick with it, you know. That's where the over to pride thing comes back. Where you you keep yeah, you keep going, you get it out of the way, and then you, you got to ask thing. yourself why an absence go. I mean, I think you and I, everyone here, everyone right now, sort of. It's probably I think we got to wrap up soon, right? Uh, uh, yeah, two minutes. Uh, but I think everyone here, if there's a like a prolonged absence of not doing stand up, you just feel. Just madness start to take over your person. I know I certainly have. I get cranky, especially like working a fucking Definitely, day job yeah. in the corporate world where they only oh, call yeah. me. They call me fucking Theo. Yeah, you know <laughs> what I mean. Like I go crazy. And you get that bro. thing where they go, "Hey, you still do? Uh, you still do that stand up?" And you're like, even, "Oh, you know I hate what I mean." You. And I don't even get. And yeah. it's just like you go insane, man. Yeah, because absolutely. there is something like, and for and to go that long. Like you would think, like even if I'm hitting good successive heights, I would still or good tranny ass, right? Like I'm gonna keep going, man. I'm gonna keep going. I'm not. I might go out for a bit, but I'm gonna swing back through the loop every now and then. Right. So how do you go that long? Here's how I think it happens. I think you ultimately you have two of the biggest comedy albums of all time. Yeah. You step away because you know you got tons of films. You're busy as fuck. You're making shitloads of cash, so it justifies that absence. Then after five years of doing that, you go, can I still do that? Can I still be that funny? If not, I don't want to destroy my, you know, my reputation. Yeah. And I think then you eventually hit a point where it's like, I don't care anymore. I, my reputation is what it is. I'm going to build a different one. I yeah. want to do this right. and I want to see if I can do it. You don't get that famous and that, that successful without that kind of inner drive to prove it to yourself to, yeah. to get somewhere. So I think that at a certain now, point, do you will think, have Do you think that that it would uh, tarnish your image of him in your mind uh, if he came, if if he got on stage, and if he like, had hosted oh, the man, Oscars, you got nothing. If he had ended up hosting the Oscars, oh, I was hoping for that. Yeah, I know, right? I, I mean, exactly. Would it like? Would it tarnish? Maybe. You know, I think that maybe it's like yeah, when I a boxer that's, comes I think back. That's what is, yeah, I think that's his and concern. gets knocked out, and yeah. I think it is too. But I think that also most of those boxers eventually come back. He'll risk his reputation. I, I, I firmly believe he'll do stand-up again. My personal belief... I hope he does. Don't get me wrong. He'll, he'll do well. I think he'll do well. Think of brand new Eddie Murphy, man. He doesn't need to be the same guy, bro. He's Eddie Murphy. He most, he's yeah. fucking successful. Yeah, I'm not saying... Look, I, I'm not saying that he wants to be funny. Uh, I don't think that he'll do it. I would like to see him do it. I don't think I he'll do like, it. I feel like no. I don't think he'll do it again. Well, Bill Cosby has been doing stand-up consistently... Well, Bill Cosby, really, him, Bill Cosby himself, which was like 84, 85. I don't know. I fucking remember that. Early though. to mid 80s, yeah. one of the greatest oh, stand up albums of all time. Yeah, definitely. But nobody's really held him to task for comedy. But let's be fair, that. he hasn't actually released anything. He, he did, he well, did Eddie 49. He to release it. That's true. That's true. It, but but the, I, it's like one of those things where I, I was talking to a guy the other day, and I was like, oh, Bill Cosby's himself album. And he was like, Bill Cosby did comedy? And I was like, Jesus Christ. Right. I was like, what the fuck? He's like, I mean, I know he did that yeah, Cosby show. I was greatest like, of all time. I was like, are you kidding yeah. me? Yeah. Like, it's only like one of the greatest comics of all time. Like himself, uh, like I fucking grew up on that album. I like fucking yeah. quoted front to back. Uh, and I saw him live once 
at a, like a drop-in state fair thing. I mean, it was not so much a drop-in, but he treated it like one. And I was like, eh, not impressed. And then he did he did the dentist bit off of himself very hurriedly at the end. And I was like, don't do that. Don't do that to that's that's a piece of me. Don't don't yeah. say that right now. Just just go out where, wherever wherever <laughs> the hell you think you are. Just just leave. It's fine. You don't need to. Because he like had to catch a flight or something. He's like, I gotta go. And he's like, uh, the whole time he was like, I gotta rush through this, you know. And was just sitting there talking to some lady on stage. He like pulled some girl out of the audience, just talked to her the whole time. And he kept going like, all right, hurry up, because I gotta leave pretty soon. And then he was like, oh, I got about five minutes. All right, so I'll I'll do something for for my fans. Uh, I'll do uh, the dentist. And I was like, woo. And I was like, don't, don't do it. And he rushed through it. It was the fucking fastest. And he skipped lines. And it was just sad. I didn't want to see that. But, uh, yes, it didn't ruin right. Himself is still a great album. So, right. I mean, yeah, I'm with you there. Okay, that's fair. All right, right we're going to wrap up the first half. I don't know if you anybody Brandon, wants to do bonus or Where anything. can the people find you on the Internet? You can find me at brandonsakara.com. F-I-C-A-R-A.com. Uh-huh. And if you set up a link there, that'd be Brandon. super duper. Absolutely. And um, otherwise, uh, you got any up? shows coming up? On your Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Hey-o. Yeah, I'm, I, I've been doing uh, every Saturday with the Meatballs of Comedy on uh, at uh, Chow Christina in Burbank. Never heard of that. Yeah, good place. It's 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 a family Italian place. It's an all Italian show. It's very hey, I'm despite <laughs> despite what you've seen on this or seen and heard on this show. It's it's all family appropriate. It's a real nice show. It's just something that uh, yeah, that we do sometimes. Um, yeah, that's about it. Good, good, good stuff. Are you, are you available? Do you want? Does anybody want to do bonus stuff? By yeah. the way, all right. Yeah. Are like you got? You got a cigarette? Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna you you smoking here? Really? Yeah. Look at that hope. That's a damn yeah. good way to bring in the bonus. What you, you got coming up? <laughs> Just the streets, running them. Mm. Yeah. I'm walking them. I'm walk. Wait, no. Uh, jogging. Yeah. Thanks for listening to Straight Riffin'. You can catch all past and future episodes of Straight Riffin' on the official website, riffin.net, R-I-F-F-I-N.net. Keep in mind, we do air live every Monday night from 7 p.m. to 9 p.m. Pacific time. That's 10 p.m. to midnight for you East Coasters. You can actually watch that right on Facebook, on our fan page, facebook.com slash straightriffin'. Like us, check out the Ustream page. You can even chat while we're doing the show. That's how we interact with the fans. We thank you so much for listening. Check out Riffin.net. Buy my album. Buy Teddy's album. We'll catch you again next time. And rip the fuck on, bitches.